Hello, Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell listeners. Why are so many dogs suffering from health issues? Actress Katherine Heigl, who's helped save over 16,000 dogs through her foundation, said she's seeing more issues with dogs' joints, odors, and health than ever before. And after doing a ton of research, she feels there's one place we can look to improve any dog's health. Their food! What she discovered is that the way many dog foods are made can actually create toxins that could be wrecking our dog's health. And this is true even for many premium brands. Fortunately, she found that just by adding a few special superfoods to her dog's food, she saw huge transformations in their health. She's made a 20-minute video explaining step-by-step how anyone can do the same thing to see incredible changes in their dog's health. This worked amazingly for our dogs Shazam, Astro, and Brandy. We are noticing more energy, healthier skin and coat, just looking and acting younger. They love it. If you want to keep your dog healthy and happy, go to BadlandsFood.com forward slash Jimmy and Ron and watch Catherine's video right now. Again, that's B-A-D-L-A-N-D-S-F-O-O-D.com forward slash Jimmy and Ron. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. The following show contains adult content. It's not our intent to offend anyone, but we want to inform you that if you are a child under the age of 18 or get offended easily, this next show may not be for you. The content, opinions, and subject matter of these shows are solely the choice of your show hosts and their guests, and not those of the Entertainment Network or any affiliated stations. Any comments or inquiries should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for listening. Yo, 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 what's going on, Jimmy Starr and Ron Russell, what's up? Hey, hey, hello, hello, everybody, welcome to the Jimmy Starr Show, it's our Christmas show, and we're happy to be here. Before we get started, let me... uh, Before we get started, I didn't know we were on the air. And I just sang something to, uh, what's his name, Chad? They couldn't hear it. It was beautiful. They couldn't hear it? I caught part yeah, of they it. they have to hear it. Okay. Well, the weather outside is frightful, but being between your legs is delightful. It keeps me warm, keeps me warm, keeps me warm. Yeah. Anyway, that's that's my little jingle that's for jazzy. today. I have a better one for Santa, baby, bring me a... Oh, I forgot that filthy lyric. See, God is punishing me. He's making me forget all dirty What's up, everybody? (laughs) Anyway, this is our Christmas show, everybody. We hope everybody's ready for Christmas. I want to say hello to everybody in the chat room. Let everybody know if you hit the uh, ITV button, you can actually see us live in the studio. And we want to say hello to Tristan in Australia, Irish Ginger from the uh, Irish Ginger Show, Mondays at 3 p.m. on W4CY.com. We have Iris in that chat room, and she's calling from. I mean, she's listening in France now. Uh, she had some problems with all that stuff going on in Germany. We're so happy that you're safe. 
I think she's in Nancy France or something like that. I forgot the name All of the it. All the girls in France don't wear any underpants. All the girls in France. We've also got, uh, see, I can't. I don't know why this isn't scrolling for me. I, can't I have see to be a here. little risque because the rest of the show I'm going to be clean and not one curse word. Oh, Zar Drew is in the chat room. Hello. Merry Christmas. Dee Marie is in the chat room. Uh, what's up, everybody? Oh, we forgot the most important person of all after us, the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. What's up, Chad? What's going on, fellas? Merry Christmas to you. Merry Thank Christmas you. to you, my sweet. Now, Jimmy, you son of a... Oh, I can't keep it clean. It's a Christmas show. Yeah. i got to be clean. I'm going to vomit. Anyway, you didn't introduce me. Yes, I did. No, you didn't. Chad, did I introduce him? I no. don't recall. Well, my name is I Ron did. Russell. I'm the star of this crappy show. He's the most three, This show would be in the garbage pail. Exactly. Anyway, I did introduce you. I, so there you uh, go. Right off the bat, I introduced you. You were the first thing I introduced. No, and I'm very, very modest, and I'm very, very... He has a new haircut. He looks beautiful, yeah, as like always. My, wait till I show you later. There's a trick to my haircut. This is when I want to look straight, conservative, and very Merry Christmas. In two, like Later on in the show, I'm going to put my hands in it and show you what it becomes. <laughs> because Friday night, Friday night, we're going to... Manhattan, New York City, to a big red carpet gala opening of the biker, the vampire vi bike tress. Oh my God, I got it right. Vampire, vampire bike, bike vamp tress. Vamp biker tray. What? No, it's called trees. Tr tr Trieste, like a tress. A tress is like a, a thing. Anyway, and then a after that to the after party. Uh, I love the after parties because that's when everybody gets uppy. We also have we also have in the chat room Med, Meg Rudick and Dave Hughes. Hello, Dave, who stars now UK. Hello, everybody. Yeah, I, I don't know how we can get uh, Meg's Meg phone in, and uh, we'll talk to you. I guess this is where I'll get to see you. No, um, she can't Skype in. She can't Skype no, she in. She can't Skype. But just call in. We'll take your call. Uh, board. If a Meg Rudick, <laughs> she doesn't know the number. You have to give all that stuff ahead of time. <laughs> Oh, she knows everything. Anyway, I'm confused. But do you love my sweater? <laughs> That's Santa in a sleigh going over houses with snow. Isn't that pretty? Anyway. You got to love it. We want to miss everybody a very Merry Christmas. Why Hope everybody's having a good time. Because I'm, I'm trying to, I'm worried about, I'm doing the now, chat Now, this room. haircut that I have right now, I look like a square. Like a guy that's really a square. No, you don't. I do so. With this sweater and that haircut, it looks like I belong in, like, Connecticut or something. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? We got a fun show for you guys today. We have, uh, we have, first we have Anaya Day coming on. She's basically the, uh... What? I denied I'm gay? No, Anaya Day. <laughs> oh, I thought you said I denied I'm gay as her name. No, not at all. And well, she... how do you say her name? Anaya. Anaya. I think it's Anaya. I'm not sure. I might I might be saying it wrong, so we'll find out when she gets on sounds, here. I don't think she'd have a name like I denied I'm gay. No, it's not a denied. Uh, it's an Anaya Day. Anyway, Her she's... Her last name is Gay? Day. D-A-Y or G-A-Y? Yeah, D-A-Y. Yeah, but with your stupid accent, it sounds like I denied I'm gay. And they love your sweater. Okay, anyway, Anaya Day, everybody. You guys, anybody who goes clubbing knows her. She's got like 10 top 10 Billboard dance hits. So you guys will definitely know her. And she's friends with Alternate that we had on last week. And Sunday, a uh, Sunday, and New Year's Eve, we're going to Manhattan again to be with her, to dance to her singing and then her DJing. So it's going to be a blast, blast, blast. And they did say I did introduce you at the beginning of the show. See you that? just missed it. Everybody goes against me. The world's against me. Then we've got superstar Patrick Warburton of television, movies, and cartoon fame. You guys, it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm very excited about this show today. And plus the fact that it's Christmas and Ron looks so beautiful. 
and you look so beautiful. In two minutes, I'm going to mess up my hair and really look good. But anyway, <laughs> uh, I, have to, I have a complaint to make. I always write nice stuff on my Facebook. I never write mean shit. Uh, oh, I can't curse. It's Christmas. Mean things. Well, an old friend from 100 years ago, I was her mother's dearest friend. I loved her. The daughter's a real... Mm, she, I wrote something very stupid and nice. It was lovely. And she wrote and called me. I was a fascist. And also, keep living in your fairy land. That's not nice. We fairies don't have a land. We'd love one, but we don't have one. And then she again wrote back to me and said that my um, ignorant comment, this was a friend who obviously is so pissed off that Hillary lost. She thinks I voted for Trump. Where did she get that from? I want to unite the world. If that means I voted for Trump, then I guess Trump's a good person. Because if Trump represents us getting together and not being divided, then I'm happy he's president. Because Hillary, the bitch, she wouldn't do it. And the other one, Obama, you know, the pothead, he ain't going to do it. So, I mean, somebody's got to do it. And I hate to get political, but no, I did not vote for Trump. And I am not for Trump, and I am not a chauvinist or, or what a fascist. You know, fascista, she called me. And I know about fascists because my mother and father fought the fascists during the Second World War. In Italy, in Italy, in Ninth Avenue, New York City, were a lot of Italians. And they used to wear the black shirt, La Camicia Nero. And my parents would go out there and say, take that thing off. You're in America. What are you doing? Because that represented Mussolini. So when this little troll that tells me I'm a fascist, I don't think of it as today's word, like whatever Obama made us all like, whatever we are, all equal. I mean, nobody has any identity anymore. We've lost our identity. Uh, that's why I say Merry Christmas to those who celebrate Christmas, Happy Hanukkah to those who celebrate Happy Hanukkah, and Happy Holidays to everyone else, whatever they, they, they do. But to get rid of Christmas and get rid of Jesus Christ... Come on, folks. Hey, Chad, in case you get a phone call, because I gave Meg the phone number to call in. I mean, this is all about Jesus, whether you believe in him or not. Amen, Ron. I, I believe in Jesus. I really do believe he existed. You know, if you watch Ancient Aliens, you'll understand that Jesus was one of the aliens oh, boy. that they said. No, they, they <laughs> listen to me. Hey, you believe he was born in a, in a manger, but from a virgin. So if you could believe that shit, you could certainly believe my theory that he was an ancient alien. And he came down and he had superpowers. And then he went back up. He resurrected and his father took him up. And that's what it's all about. God. What's God? God is whatever you want it to be. Actually, I think now, in the end times, the demons will pose as aliens too. And I think that's why Hollywood has been kind of like preconditioning us for uh, that big deception. But we'll see. Hollywood as far as, oh yes, Hollywood. There's only one good thing about goddamn Hollywood. And I make movies, you know, I'm an actor, so I really shouldn't bitch about it. But we saw a movie that everyone must go see. I loved it. I wanted more. I'm in love with Amy Adams. I think she's the most adorable little good sweetheart <laughs> in the world. Good segue to get out of trouble, right? Um, you've got to go see it. It's called... Um, Something uh, nocturnal animals. Nocturnal animals. You guys, it stars Jake Gyllenhaal, Amy Adams, and it had a little cameo by Neil Jackson, who's been on the I Jimmy Star show. That stuff. Let's get to the nitty gritty here. Please, 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 do not tell your friends anything about this movie. It's Hitchcockian. 
like Alfred Hitchcock's film, The Psycho. When Psycho came out in 1960, we were told not to tell our friends when Janet Lee got killed 10 minutes into the film. Well, it's the same thing with this film. It's very Hitchcockian. Uh, the guy that put Gucci back on the market is the guy that wrote it. His first film was Tom Stunned, Ford. Tom Ford. And I loved his first film. And this is his second film. Bravo, bravo, Tom Ford. You did a masterpiece. You had me going. You got me really, I mean, going. And your ending blew me right out of the theater. Hooray. Hooray for your work. We also want to give a shout-out to Stefan Bell and Tina. They're not in the chat room, but they're listening. So hello and Merry Christmas to you guys. And I also want to tell everybody we're working on building up our iTunes subscription. So please go to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell on iTunes. Subscribe. You can download podcasts from there. Um, if you're not listening to it live, that's a great place to go get it. And also go get it on iHeartRadio. Those are our two biggest outlets. So please go and listen to the Jimmy Star Show on those two platforms. Well, each year we grow bigger and bigger and bigger. And I want to wish everyone, and this is a happy holiday, to all of you out there who support us, who are our fans, who are religious every week to come in and watch this insanity. I haven't a clue why we're the number one show on web show. Uh, web show. I have not a clue. As far as my talent goes, I don't think I have any. I just sit here and I act stupid and say ridiculous things and curse. But that's what I did for 50 years on a stage when I did stand-up. So obviously, you know, to, to 300 people at a clip. So obviously, whatever it is that I do that's weird works. Jimmy, of course, is the producer, the creator, and he's the, the, the straight guy. Well, he's not really straight. Trust me on that note. Uh, please. Um, but he's the uh, straight guy as a comic. So we're a good team. Uh, we have some people very interested for a long time in us for a TV show, and they want us to do reality, but uh, they're not permitting me to be suggestive in any way or vulgar or to be risque. We can't be the way we are on the, on, yeah. on, on yeah. the radio, yeah. so we can't really do that at the moment. So I spoke with the guy, and I, I went Actually, I, I went to New York City and I spoke with the uh, producer that's interested and I went like a goofball. I went with my hair combed like to the side like a little boy and I put on my glasses and I had a jacket and I sat there and I said, how do you do? My name is Ron Russell. Is this what you would like for a show? I can deliver this very easily. Now, let's talk. We went to the movies yesterday and we saw a film. It was a good film, and we so okay. It, just we get the know, point. We're I not doing any of that. Sometimes you gotta go out there. We got guests that we gotta call in well, in a second. You know what? I won't talk, and then your show will be nothing without me. So goodbye. No, I'm but talking. like we don't need to tell people. People aren't supposed to know about those things. Oh, I tell everybody. They're my <laughs> friends out there. What, do you, what I told them about my dick operation that I couldn't be. What I'm not going to tell them about this. I can pee again. Thank you. <laughs> so he looked at me and he said to me, "Why are you here?" And then I did like a sexy thing. I stood up, took my jacket off, messed up my hair, and said, because you want me to be a fucking moron, nerd. That's why. Well, he went hysterical. I said, now do you get my point? The reason we have the following and the fans that we have is because we tell it like it is. We're real. And we talk like we all talk. Please. No one out there says, fuck. Give me a break. Give me a break. Chad doesn't. Who? <laughs> Chad. Bullshit. I've heard Chad say curse words. Bullshit. Chad likes to do not that. Not on Christmas. Well, no, not on Christmas. 
what? When Chad's bawling his his girlfriend, he's not talking dirty. If he isn't, he's got to learn. But anyway, that's what I've got to bitch about today. Anyway, so everything, let's go back to Christmas. Merry everything Christmas. is going to be everything is cool. There's lots of people in the chat room. Also, you guys, please, if you uh, check us out on iTunes, please review us and leave a, a ten star rating because we need ratings also. Yeah. So or five star or whatever, how many ratings you can give? Give us the most that you can. Same thing if you go on our IMDb profile and do the same thing. It's going to be a lot of fun. Chad, y'all ready for Christmas? I am ready, sir. You have the weekend off, right? Because you don't work out. You're not working, right? Well. No, we have we have to work Thursday and Friday, but of course we have Saturday and Sunday off. <clears throat> and I've cool. pretty much told the whole family that uh, they're not getting presents from me this year. Um, I'm I'm basically taking it to the streets this year for the homeless. I'm going to go track them down, bring tents, good pillows, stuff like that, because I haven't done good, that good. in my life before. Good. So I think this is a good time to start. I there think, you go. I, I love think, it. I think that's the Christian thing to do, or the Jewish thing to do, or the whatever else thing to do. It's the right thing. I to think do. it's it's a wonderful thing because you know what. It does better for you than them. Trust me. Well, I'm You're giving put... to them, but they're not going to get anything out of it like you are. Well, I'm not going to look at it that way, oh, hopefully. Oh, no. When you sit back and you go to sleep at night, you know what you did. Oh, my God. It's like doing a great show and the audience loved you and applauded <laughs> you for right? hours. It's the same Chad, thing. they love you in the chat room, too. They think that's fabulous. Well, I did a big article on my Facebook about $1. Yeah. I said, it's only a dollar. Please send it to a pet shelter or to a AIDS MS, wherever you want. Yeah. Because Charity, if, if, if everybody did if it. If everybody sent $1, they would have millions of dollars. And maybe your dollar is the dollar that's going to keep the scientists there 10 minutes longer to find the cure. And Jimmy and I sat down last night and we sent out, well, we didn't send a dollar, but we sent out money to, or like, to pancreatic cancer because that's very important to me. I lost my first uh, partner of uh, 46 years to pancreatic. Mm. And uh, MS, because we have two friends that have MS, and we care about them. So, yeah, it's a wonderful thing, and it, I felt great last night. I didn't sleep all night. I was so happy. Good there you go. So, Good. Chad. Yes, sir. All right, so let's get this part of your starter. First of all, everybody in the chat room, too, likes that a lot, Chad. I think that's awesome. And, and It's only a dollar. I mean, you and, can't uh, even go to Starbucks. No, I'm talking about what he's doing, not the dollar. Oh, well, he's doing it what I want everybody <laughs> to do. You go to Starbucks, you blow five bucks minimum for coffee and a croissant. This is a dollar. Send a dollar. Exactly. If everybody listening right now sent a dollar to the AIDS Foundation or, or to, whatever your charity or to is, MS or to cancer for any. There we go. Oh, she's calling us terrific. You know, it'll make a difference. Hang on one second. Hey, everybody. Okay. So live radio, we're getting everything rocking and rolling here. And let's see if we can see her. Chad, do you see her? Still spinning. Still spinning. Hello, hello. Are you there? I don't hear her. I don't see her. <laughs> but we're working on it. So, everybody, this is Anaya Day. I don't know if I'm pronouncing her name right, so we have to, like, ask her. Night and day, you are the one. There nice. you go. That's her name. Is Meanwhile, <laughs> I wanted to sing to you, Chad, my Christmas song I used to do. I used to do this. Oh, wait. There she is. Oh, there she is. Wait, that's just a picture, though, I think. No, that's Oh, no, that's her. Oh, she's, she's moving. moving. Hello. Hello. Can you <laughs> Hello. <laughs> yes. Oh, my gosh. So please tell me, how do I correctly pronounce your name in case I butchered it? Inaya Day. Okay, Perfect. I was correct. So I got that's, it right. And I said her yes. name. I did I am gay. <laughs> 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 
Right? Oh my couldn't, gosh, couldn't, it's so couldn't awesome. Couldn't it sound like that with Jimmy's, you know, Florida accent? That's it what could, it, it could. It sounded like I deny I'm gay. So there you go. But I never deny I'm gay because I am. I would never do that. Meanwhile, you have to be introduced. I have to be introduced. We've got to do a whole big number. There we go. So now that I know that you can hear us, we're going to do our big, uh, our big Lint introduction because we videotaped this for our television show. So here we go. You'll be on Roku. Yay! All right. <laughs> um, all right, everybody. Now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, the queen of spins, the incredibly talented Anaya Day. Hello and welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. Happy to be here. Let me introduce you to everybody, starting off with my cool, outrageous man about town, Mr. Ron Russell. Very happy you're here. Yes, this thanks is our for having Christmas, me. This is our Christmas show, so I wanted to give you some lyrics in case you want to sing Santa Baby. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. It goes like this, Santa Baby. Oh, send me a guy six foot two, eyes of blue, wouldn't you? Then you go in it and you see... Let him send that big erection in my direction. I know it would be perfection. See, that's the kind of trash I did for 50 years. Wow. <laughs> and they loved it. They fucking loved it. So they then would we... applaud and carry on and scream. So if you're I clean, can imagine. Well, you know, it's, it's campy Christmas. I want to hear you sing, I hope. I You're hope. going to hear her sing in a minute. But she looks like she could she's sing. She's fabulous. Sing. Before we get going, we've also, we've also got the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. Hello, Anaya Day. Welcome to the show. As Hello, you, Chad Murphy. As you can see, we keep our Christmas shows clean. <laughs> yeah, this is yes, yes, yes. Squeaky. This is, this, is clean. <laughs> this is clean for us. And then we've got a chat room full of people, so say hello to everybody in the chat room. Hello, everybody in the chat room. Thanks for coming. There you go. So, so how are you? You all ready for Christmas? Yes, I am. I mean, I haven't gotten all of my gifts, but I got most of them, so I'm satisfied. You know what? You know what? Sing for them. That'll be the best gift they can Actually, you are, that's what we have to tell everybody, because you are, you are like the, the house dance diva extraordinaire, but you actually put out a Christmas album recently, right? It's out recently. And what's the, what's the name of the Christmas yes, album? Yes, so everybody yes. can, uh, what's the name of the Christmas uh, album so we can let everybody know? Yes, I've done an, a Christmas EP and it's called The Day That You Were Born. You know, about you Christ's know. birth and everything. It focuses oh, on, focuses on the main reason for the season. Yes, the okay. real reason. Amen. Uh, could, you tell us yes. who, could you tell us who Christ is, please? And why Santa <laughs> Claus is, not, is in the, the front line? And who is this Christ? Christ person. I once heard of him years ago. Don't do that. I do that because I'm pissed off that it's all about a Santa Claus and Christ is gone. Amen. Christ is nowhere in Christmas. Right. Absolutely nowhere. Nowhere. Exactly. What? And that's why I did this EP to bring the focus back because oh. Christmas is supposed to be the celebration of Jesus Christ's birth, who is the Savior and the greatest you know being I have of all to say, time I, I was very impressed with the ep um number one um because it's uh, i i only know your dance hits 
so it's something that you know is totally different for me and I wasn't like used to it I have one song I, you sent me Mary but like I went through it and there's a song called The Day That You Were Born and I thought it was so incredibly beautiful it's just not even funny so we're going to play that one in a minute for everybody to hear awesome. and, um, Thank you. how do you feel about calling the Christmas tree the hol holiday bush the holiday tree the holiday tree. <laughs> he got upset he got very it, upset well, it's because not a holiday tree it's a Christmas tree I've, I'm 76 years old I have had 76 Christmas trees in my life. I intend to have 20 more or 30 more. I don't want a holiday right. tree. I want a Christmas tree because Christ, if you all know what it means, Christo tree is Christ's mass. That's what a Christmas tree yes. says, the mass of Jesus Christ. How can you, That's and it's right. his holiday and it's his birthday. So how can you call it a holiday tree? What is it, a holiday in tree? You know what I mean? Like a yeah. hotel? I think well, whoever nowadays, is doing it's this like can't accommodate everybody. Whoever <laughs> is doing this, there's a, there's a delay. Just so you know, she's got a I little know, bit of I a know, delay. I hear okay. It. Uh, whoever is doing this is certainly disrupting the uh, values of me and my people followers. My grandmother was a very devout Catholic. Very, very, very. Uh, she believed in Jesus. At night, when we go to sleep, she always made the sign of the cross on my forehead and my sister's forehead. Okay. In respect of my grandmother, how dare you, how dare you make Christmas less, and how dare you make Jesus less, how dare you. Yeah, we're all about, we're all about, we're not really about the happy holiday thing. It's great if you're, you know, but I, happy holidays comes after Merry Christmas, not like before. <laughs> I mean, this year we have Hanukkah, the same time. I've got so many Jewish friends, are you kidding? I'm almost a Jew myself. And I'm going to wish them all happy Hanukkah. I'm not going to say happy holiday. We lost her. No, we, oh. Oh, Chad, what happened? Half a day, might we lost a, you. Might be a bad internet connection. Oh, say, it, say, it, say it one more time, Chad. Could be a bad internet connection. Okay. Yeah, somebody hacked us because of what we're saying. Some nasty uh, person who wants to run a truck and kill us all. Some atheist. Cathedral. <laughs> All right. That's funny. That's terrible. I wonder why that's not going through, though, Chad. That's not my Poor internet, Germany. right? Poor Germany. It's trying to get her back automatically. Oh, okay. I feel so bad for Germany. That's right. We want to give a shout-out to Iris, who, who was in Germany. Now she's in France. She France. had to leave because that was near where she is. We're so happy that she's safe, and we hope everyone in her family is. And everybody who was, who was harmed in, in the attack, we hope that everybody comes out and uh, you know, is okay. Well, who's that with the, with the lipstick and that's the her. red hair? That's her. That's a picture what? of her. Oh, that's a picture. I thought she went and changed. Also, no. Jimmy, you know, I'm getting. I can watch ITV on my iPhone now. No, I, hey, you guys, if you got an iPhone and you go to w4cy. Oh, is, is it through the app, Chad? I go. Th I go to w4cy.com on my browser and then click Desktop Edition, and it works. Hey, everybody, did you hear that? So go on your iPhone. You can go to uh, w4cy.com. Hit the desktop version and hit ITV, and you can actually see everything that's going on. And Naya, are you back? Yes. Okay. I like uh, hit video because I don't see you. Hit the video icon. Uh, yeah, it's on. And now, oh, oh, oh here now we it's go. On. It's coming. It's coming. Hey, no, welcome back, Anaya. <laughs> did I get it right or wrong? Are you going to be New Year's Eve where we're going to be? No, she's not. She's going to be in Australia. But you said she knows. Yeah. Her. she's that's because she knows her. Doesn't mean they're no, playing I the same thought, show. Well, I, I did. Look, if, oh, oh where, where are you going to be? We're going to go see Alternate. She was on the oh, show last her. week, and we're going to go see her in love New York her. at the Monster. Yes, I wish I were going to that. That's going to be so much I fun. I wish you too, because the two of you sing, and Jesus Christ will come down and kiss you. <laughs> yes, we have a duet. Frankie Knuckles produced a, a duet for us. It's called Over Me, and hopefully it'll come out uh, in 2017. 
Are oh, you kidding? yay! That's you? Yes. Oh, yes. That, I have to have that. And we were actually able to perform it for him in Chicago before he passed away. So he who saw us perform it. Frankie, Frankie Knuckles. Knuckles. Who the hell is Mikey is Knuckles? Frankie is Knuckles. Frankie Knuckles. He's the godfather of house music. The godfather the of godfather. the genre in which I perform. Because I knew a... a, a, a Actually, he does a, he's done a bunch of your stuff, though. He's remixed a yeah. bunch of songs. Frankie so was about to do an album for me. Um, he, we were like four or five songs in. And, um, you know, and then he got sick and everything. Yeah. I knew a Johnny Knuckles from Brooklyn who's Italian. <laughs> I'm not kidding you because he wore brass knuckles. Whenever you wanted, you know, if people didn't pay you, we were a loan shark, you'd get Johnny Knuckles with his breast knuckles and he'd beat you up i'm not lying about that because i'm well, from i could use a johnny knuckles sometimes in my life uh, well unfortunately <laughs> unfortunately he squealed on the mob and they found him floating oh, or, or swimming in the river <laughs> without with breathing fish, sleeping with the fishes right so listen let me fish. do a little bragging okay so first of all I you guys you already. guys know in naya day anybody who goes clubbing there's no way in the last 20 years that you could ever go clubbing without like knowing some of her oh, songs um some of the cool <laughs> songs just to give you guys some insights that you will remember i'm horny i love that <laughs> <laughs> hold your head up high nasty girl keep pushing i am the one stand by me glamorous life moving up and she's I got like a Keep pushing. She's got a song, The Urgent Me. We're going to play The Urgent Me because she sent it to me. Keep pushing. That's good. (laughs) You want to take your shirt off with Keep Pushing, and then you want to take your pants off. Actually, what we're going to do is we're going to play it, and then we'll come back and talk about our Christmas album. We're going to play a Christmas song, too. And Um, I hate to sound like a fan because I'm not supposed to, but I love your music. And if I'm in a club and you're singing, or the other beauty, or the other one, I'm, I'm there, baby. Thank you so much. All the way. She's fabulous. I love you, by the way. You're great. I am, I, by the way, Jimmy will tell you, I'm a club freak. Yeah? I, uh, oh, I love club music. That's all I ever play. Because you know awesome. why? Then I put club on in the morning and I dance for hours. It's a, it's a good thing to wake up to it, get you started for your day. Uh, it's a motivator. Uh, also, club. if you guys want to follow Anaya Day on Twitter, then you just like plug in her name and it'll pop up. It's I-N-A-Y-A-D-A-Y. Follow her on Twitter. Chad. Hi, Captain. Do you have, do you have I, the urge in me? I was just kidding around about your name earlier. I definitely know who you are. Hang on, Chad. <laughs> Chad. Well, I was playing with Jimmy because I like to upset him. <laughs> so it's over. He's going to hit me and yell at me. Yes, sir, I do. Jimmy and I are married. Right, so. Did you know that we're gay? Jimmy and I are legally married? She doesn't married? know anything about us. I just, didn't oh, know that. Yes, we're married four years, and he wow. tortures Four years of Congratulations. Thank you. He, All right, so here's what we're going to do. He beats me up. He burns me with... <laughs> We're gonna play the ur- we're gonna play the uh, the urge in me for everybody. You would you announce it, Anaya, and then all everybody else is listening to it. I think we're gonna be talking in the background because we can't hear it. So so uh, oh, you I'm introduce not it. Hear it. No, you're gonna you're gonna oh, introduce shit. it. Chad's gonna play it, and then we'll chat I while it's playing. I wanted to dance in my chair, which I do. All right, okay, go. This is my <laughs> second song with DJ Jill Galtro, and it is called "The Urge in Me." And folks, she's fabulous. Oh, 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 oh.
Like loves it. They're all talking about what a great you know, I don't want to, what a great I, dance I messed song. up my Yay. hair for you because this is my club haircut. So I, I think, love it. Isn't it fabulous? Yes. Now people say to me, "You're 76 years old. Why don't you dress accordingly?" I say, "Fuck you." Tina Turner is exactly my age, 76. That's She's right. performing and knocking the shit out of the world <laughs> because there's nothing like La Turner except for LaBelle. Right. Pat, Patty LaBelle is my idolist. I mean. You know, Patty LaBelle is, is yes. the one for me. Sorry, you're fabulous, but Patty is the queen. No, I agree. I agree. I mean, nobody <laughs> sings, nobody hits those notes and carries on like that crazy bitch. That's right. So I'm supposed to meet her, you know. Uh, she's supposed to come to my house for dinner because Kathy Sledge, you know, Kathy Sledge. Yes. She promised that she would bring uh, Patty to my But that was like two years ago. I think she's full of crap. <laughs> You know, I cooked the meal. It's it's going to be cold. <laughs> Two years ago. But anyway, you know, I say, listen, folks, I'm young. My heart's young. My soul's young. I feel young. I go clubbing. Ask Jimmy. I dance for two or three hours to you and to all the other great yes. people. Carry on at the club. We go to the gay clubs, you know. We, we're going to Monster. Uh, when are we going to the Monster? That's New Year's Eve. Oh, that's Eve New Year's Eve. Day. We're going to the yeah. Monster. I love going to the monster. I go, I go upstairs to the yeah. piano bar and I sing a bunch of show tunes. And oh my god! Isn't that fun? When are you going to do oh, that again? It. 
When are you doing? Yeah, we have to let us. You know better let you me know. We'll I will there. because I like. I love to do. I'll probably, I'm definitely doing it in January. January is my birthday month. My birth month. Are you going to so, be at the monster on the piano? Yes, I celebrate all month, and we go to the monster, and my friends and I stand around and belt out these tunes. Oh, yeah, and then people like always ask me to do duets with them if, and stuff like that. So it, if, it's a cool if night. If you don't invite us, I guarantee I will cut your hair so short <laughs> that you will look like a raving dyke. <laughs> I swear to God, if you, I want to be there, girl. Okay, I want to I'm, be I'm there. writing it down. Yes, don't you, forget. Yes, to write don't it forget down. because I, I, oh, to see, hear you sing in person, forget it. And the ballads from my day, like a thousand years ago. Oh, you know who yes. I'm crazy about, also, and you have to know her too. Who? She sings everything. If I can remember, she's a good friend of mine. I forgot her name for the minute. Who? My baby, my sweetheart. My Angie love. B. Oh, Angie B is one of my sweethearts. Angie B. No, what's that? Lily McLeod. That's another sweetheart. No, my <laughs> major. Sweetheart. I wanted to do. I wanted her and Joy to do an album together. Oh, um, the two of us are. Oh, fucking Wendy Moten. Wendy, you know Wendy Moten. Oh my God! I was just talking about Wendy Moten. Um, a friend of mine hadn't heard of her, and I couldn't fathom. So what? I was like, "Have oh, not you I'm heard? Come on in, out of the rain, and all of that." Yeah. Oh, she is the truth. I love her. Wendy is my lover. I mean, if I was straight, <laughs> and if I no seriously, if I was straight, and I were gonna go black, she was the choice. Wow, and you know what? I actually sing Come On In Out of the Rain at auditions. When I have oh auditions God. at the theater, I sing that. And they're like, where did you get this song from? Who is that? And I go, it's Wendy Moten. Get to know it. Mark it down. I can't believe anybody <laughs> who doesn't know Wendy Moten. She's been on the show. We've been to a bunch of events with her. She's so fabulous. Oh, she wow. sang a song especially for me. I'm too wonderful, too wonderful for words. I'm fabulous. I'm marvelous. Those are my lyrics. <laughs> you know, song, just too wonderful. Yes, I've heard that many times. She sang it for me and recorded it because of me, and it's on her album. And I play it in my car for hours. I can just hit repeat. Wow. She does a number with that song. Do you know her? She no, was, I don't know no, her. I'll, 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 I'll introduce oh. you. I'll introduce oh. you, guys. To, I'll introduce is. you on Twitter and stuff, and tell her that we had you on the show because you guys are both superstars. Uh. She will love you. She's oh, the she, nicest lady in the world. She is the sweetest, kindest, most gentle woman I have ever met. One of them. Wow. I adore Wendy. I plug her all the time. That's yeah, we love her. So amazing. it's fabulous. You see, this is this is what upsets me sometimes when I hear some people, you know, somewhere saying nasty things about black people. And I really want to just shout out, you stupid fucking idiots. The best actors are becoming black people. The best music is black people. White people do a good job. You know, Tony Bennett, uh, <laughs> Eric Como, Johnny Mantis. Oh, Johnny Mantis is black. Get him out. Um, <laughs> That's his favorite. John oh, I, love John his favorite. I know Johnny Mantis, and I'm crazy about him, and I love him. And if I wasn't with Jimmy, I'd be with him. Because <laughs> <laughs> well, Johnny's gay, and he wouldn't mind, you know. So, Johnny Mathis is awesome. Oh, he's the best. He's yes. the, the number one singers for me are Johnny Mathis, Peggy Lee, LaBelle, Patty LaBelle is up there at the number one top charts in my house. Um, there is such wonderful talent in black people. There's an earth, there's a love, there's a warmth, there's a reality, and there's pain. There's suffering. And there's fun. And fun. <laughs> And for all of you out there who hate black people, fuck you, for number one. Number two, you're losers. Because when I go party with my black crowd, I am loved, hugged, kissed, 
I can have fun, say whatever I want. I dance, I drink, I eat. Forget about it. <laughs> I mean, come on. You, what, do you want to go to Connecticut with the wasps? You know, they sit where do you actually, where do you actually, down. where do you, where do you call home? Ah, New York. I live on Long Island now, but I am oh, where, from Brooklyn. Where? Born and oh. bred. I was born and bred in Brooklyn, and I, I lived on oh. Long Island. Are you kidding me? I lived in Long Island for years. Do you know, do you know, do you know, um, Eileen? You do, right? Eileen Shapiro? I she writes for the Huffington know. Post. And oh, you got to know her. Um, she, she writes for Get Out Magazine. Do you know Get oh, Out Magazine? Oh, yes, 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 yes. I knew kid. that name sounded familiar. Okay. Yes. <laughs> She's the older dame with the pink and violet hair that dresses. Yeah, Eileen is awesome. She's a yeah. dear, She lives dear. in Long Island, too, and she's a very good friend of ours. Dear, dear friend of ours. Very Yes, dear. I spoke to Eileen. You let her in, we're going to tell her to interview you in the Post. In the Huffington. Yeah. The Huffington Post. She'd gladly do it. She just got back from London. She was with Adam Ant. Oh, and nice. She, Adam and she, Ant. Yeah, and she interviewed Adam, and she lost her phone in Paris. So we have not been able to contact her except through messages on Facebook. Okay. I, I wanted her to come Friday, you know, to be with us at the Monster. But no, that's not, not this the Monster. Friday. I mean, at the, at the movie thing. But it starts the, uh, Hanukkah. So she said. Anyway, she all right, let's keep going forward because we don't have a whole lot of time, and well, I want to get some stuff keep out. her on. We're not, no, we, we have another guest that's going to come on in Jimmy, a little we bit. Have, we have it's, we have hours. No, we don't have hours anyway. Here we go. <laughs> so, <laughs> first of all. Oh, you guys, and now you did. No, good guys, lawyer, where I can get a divorce. First of all, cheap. you guys, listen up. So she's the only artist in history to perform on the UK top forty TV show Top of the Pops twice in one week. I love Top of the Pops, by the way. So congratulations, yes. that's Thank fantastic. You. You've written with or for Tisha Arnold, Bootsy Collins, Randy Crawford. I love Randy Crawford. It's another like one that everybody doesn't necessarily know, but should know. Uh, Missy that's Elliott, Tashina Arnold. Tashina Arnold. Yes, because Tisha Campbell, Tashina Arnold, people get the mix. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Yeah. Missy Elliott, Timberland, and Magoo, Alternate, who was on our show last Lo- week. Love Ultra. Robin S., and I love Frenchie Davis. Everybody, you guys know Frenchie yeah. Davis? She got, like, eliminated unfair, unfairly from American Idol many years ago, and now she's a big Broadway star. So yeah. Do you, know, do, you, do you know BNGB? I don't. The NGB was part of like the um Please. the MC Hammer oh. Ham, MC Hammer crew back when MC Hammer was like at the top and she had a uh right. got to be I forgot the name of her big hit but but anyway she's got an album out called Love and she That uh, was our wedding song She Love. dedicated Love to us when we got married. It's the most Aww. beautiful song. It's on her album. We went to Georgia and we stayed at her home. Grab this one, you ready? Five stories, a mansion. On the side of a hill with the swimming pool to drop dead from. It was 7,000 square feet. 7,000 square feet. We stayed not in the guest room, but in the guest floor. suite. The <laughs> whole, wow. We had a kitchen, a dining room, a bathroom, <laughs> and a bedroom. We could have moved in and never left. And nice. she is no young chick. I won't give Angie's age. She's like all She's like in us. her 50s. She's fabulous. She looks gorgeous. She's got the body of death, the face of an angel. And she's another sweetie pie who can sing. I'm yeah. surprised you don't know Angie. She's returning. Oh, I know who she is, but, yeah, but she's never coming met. back. She's big. She's coming back big now. She's doing a big. I'll job. introduce you to her too. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. She's, she's, well, you know what it is? We like to get all our friends to know each other because if there's a gig somewhere, like Angie's doing a Toys for Tots now in Georgia. So if they needed a, a fifth or sixth performer, they would contact you because she would know you, and then you could, you know, do that for the kids. 
Nice. It's like that. Nice. So, so also, I read on your thing, so you've written and recorded jingles. So does that mean you actually wrote the Oprah Winfrey show theme back in 1993 or for 1993? Go no, away. I did not write it. It was actually uh, a rewrite of I'm Every Woman, and, you know, Ashford and Simpson wrote that. Yeah. So right. Ashford and Simpson wrote the rewrite for... Uh, for Oprah's theme, and Ashford and Simpson called me in, and I sang it with Valerie Simpson. Oh, I loved go? Ashford. I and love Simpson. Solid as a Rock, baby. That oh, was I love that was my song when I, I used to I play thought, tennis. I thought he was the hottest man in the world. He looked so gay, but the way he dressed and his jewelry and his suave look, boy, he was a sexy guy. You also um, did a jingle for Discover and Coca Cola. Yes, Discover. You it was it a, you can do it, do it. Yeah, they took that. <laughs> <laughs> so the business made you some money. It has. For a, cha- for a change, right? It has. <laughs> All of us and do. Then always... you've d- and you've done hip-hop. So what a- tell us some of the hip-hop stuff you've done. Uh, I've done about three songs with MC Light. I've done stuff with Big Daddy Kane. Oh, I love Big Daddy Kane. Wow. And and with um with Queen Latifah, we did a ballad. We oh, did Queen Latifah. A ballad called... Oh, wait. What what's I do? love her. What you're going to do, we love her. Yes. And you know, I, I met her. Order in the Court CD. And the song, she, she wrote the song for her brother Lance, who died in a motorcycle accident. So uh, we sang that ballad together. Oh, my God. Way to go. But I, I met Queen Latifah in a party in L.A. And we chatted for a long time. And she was just a darling chick. A little rough around the edges, which I liked you know she could be a little tough but uh she was really a sweetie pie yes uh, she's got a new tv show called stars coming out and it is awesome i watched the preview. Yeah, i haven't seen it yet so i can't wait to watch you gotta it. contact them because you they should be doing your music you gotta contact them I agree. Now, there's, a, there's there. a new guy on the scene who is white and he's a rapper and he's been on every single black radio station he was played oh, ross he played the apollo theater in new york to an all-black audience. And they love him. They love him. The press is going crazy. What's his name? Drew, Drew Ross. Ross. Drew Ross. You've got to I, hear him. He is amazing. He sounds like Snoop Dogg. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. I've got to look him up. And, yes, and, he's re- him and up. the black people are embracing him and loving him. And that makes me feel so good that we are finally loving each other in, little, in little bits. But little bits make big tits. I don't know. <laughs> So you have a new Christmas album. Everybody can get it on all the digital download sites. Chad. Hi, Captain. Do you have the day that you were born? Waiting on you. All right. So you introduced this for us, Anaya, because we want everybody to play it. We want to try and get as many people. I actually bought it since I didn't have it. I want everybody to go download your EP for Christmas. they got a couple of days left to go. So you introduce it. Then we're going to play it for everybody. Can we play Push It? <laughs> Push It. That's Salt and Pepper. Oh, oh boy! It's hers. No. Oh lord. Push it. That's yours. No, she's keep pushing. Push yeah, keep pushing. Keep pushing. Keep that's what I just, a little bit. said. Push it. Well, I abbreviated. <laughs> okay. Well, now we're can't gonna we play? This. Keep pushing. No, we're gonna do. We're gonna do. We're gonna do this. That's my one. favorite one. I know, but that's okay. You'll. I'll, I'll get it for you. I'll, I'll, she'll send think, it to you for think, the car. I think it's in the car. This already. this is her Christmas song. Are you gonna introduce it? And Chad's gonna play it. Anaya. Yes. I have this over three hundred and fifty songs in my car. This is the title song to my Christmas EP, and it's called The Day That You Were Born. What do I bring when you have everything? What 
cover of this song don't be upset oh i would be honored because i think labelle <laughs> would grab this in a minute your notes are almost like her or are like hers what did you study her as a kid oh i've always listened to patty labelle probably since i was born 
I mean, did you try to always hit the? I mean, high notes. I don't know where the fuck they come from. I mean, they're I like, know. Same way you just did that a minute ago. Yeah, that but, was awesome. But you know what? <laughs> Thank you. When when they did that little thing with um, what's her name, Aretha Franklin, and Patty. You know, they're not really the best of friends, if right. you want the truth. Right. And Aretha could get a little bitchy sometimes about Patty because Patty's the queen of song. There's no question about it. The world knows that. And Aretha tried to hit Patty's notes. No way, baby. Wow. She could do it. I mean, the notes were up there. Aretha can go. Okay, let's go back. But Patty is a violin, my dear. First yes, of all, she is. She's a violin. You, First of all, I, I, and she's gorgeous, and I love her. And she's my age. The old bitch is still going, and she's my <laughs> age, which means that you know, seventy-six years old. She's got a new TV show, Patty. I can't wait. I can't wait. Oh yeah, cooking show. Yeah, cooking show. Yeah. What does she mean, cooking? She she's got cook. a new cooking show. Well, she so. sings. What kind so of everybody cook? listen she can up really though. cook too. Oh, I don't give a shit about her cooking. I want to hear her sing. <laughs> everybody, maybe she sings while she cooks. So everybody, listen up. Oh. That song that we just played, the name of it was "The Day That You Were Born." It's on the like, it's a five-song EP. It's seven. Seven, seven song EP by Anaya Day. The name of the uh, the EP is "The Day That You Were Born." The day that you and were you know born. what? It was so spiritual and yet so um, intelligent, and you got your message across without getting syrupy and sloppy. It was clean, good. Who wrote the lyrics? You? I did, yes. You did a good She's job. She's a huge, big songwriter. She I, writes for I, a lot I, of I just people. know her music. I know nothing about her. I know I love her smile. She's Thank got a you. She <laughs> does have a beautiful, beautiful smile. Beautiful smile. I have to tell everybody, too, because this is like a really cool th- thing. But, but uh, We're on your radio, uh, on your television. Now you can actually watch the show. And I'm not even, Chad, I'm not even on an app. All I did was go in and I didn't even do desktop. I did the mobile version and I hit, hit ITV and I can, I'm watching us on ITV. Oh, good deal. Right on. You got to love it. So everybody, if you've got an, a phone and you want to do more than just hear us and you want to see us, just go to W4CY.com on your iPhone. I don't know if it works on, on Androids, but on an iPhone, hit W4CY.com and then hit ITV and you can see Anaya Day in all her beauty and you can see Ron in all his beauty and I'm here too. Now more people <laughs> will know what I look like. I, That's good. You always We went shopping in the King of Prussia Mall here in, in Pennsylvania. Yes. And I'm walking and walking, and this woman turns around and looks at me. She said, I know you. And I don't know. I'm thinking I know her. So I said, you do? Where do you know me from? She said, aren't you that guy with the dirty mouth on on whatever? And I said, "Uh, you mean the guy that says fuck all the time? She said, yeah. She (laughs) said, no, she said to me, I fucking love you. (laughs) So she was one of my cool fans. Jimmy and I get recognized quite a lot. Um, I don't know if it's a good thing. You know, because I like to get sloppy, you know, wear sneakers and rip jeans and just go shopping and without anybody. Exactly. Yeah. When I was with Johnny Mantis, Johnny and I went shopping at the food basket in Hollywood. And Johnny is getting all these vegetables. And I said, Johnny, why so much vegetables? He said, I don't eat meat since my stroke. You know, Johnny had a very bad stroke many years ago. He wasn't able to speak. His face was all crooked. And he overcame it. And he became a born-again Christian. And he prayed to Jesus to fix his face and get his voice back. And obviously it happened. So he's telling me about his ex-partner, blah, 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 blah. And I said, you know, Johnny, we've been in this store for quite a while. Not one person has come over to you. He said, they don't know who I am. I said, come on, you're Johnny Mathis. Give me a break. Well, we got to the register, and he's paying for his food. And I said to the boy behind there, do you know who this man is? And the boy looked at me, and he said, no. I said, this is Johnny Mathis. Do you know who he is? He said, no. Wow. 
And Johnny said, I told you, nobody knows who I am. I said, Johnny, you happen to be the most famous singer in the world, better than Frank Sinatra. How many albums has Johnny Manthus done? I don't know how many he's done, but he's sold the second most amount in history. But they figure that, they figure that you knowing that they didn't used to keep track of it, but they say right. 300 Three hundred sixty million, and the only person who sold more is Frank Sinatra. Three hundred and sixty. Wow. Now, wouldn't you like to sell three hundred and sixty million oh, of your album? Yes. So pray to the Lord, maybe it'll happen. I'm <laughs> gonna do it as soon as I get off this Skype call. No, seriously. <laughs> and, and you know what the beautiful part is? Johnny is not the least bit affected. He doesn't think he's a star. He's a right. demure little man. He's not a big guy. He's a little guy. Gorgeous, by the way. Very handsome. I would be his lover too. If ever I wanted to leave Jimmy, uh, he's available. You never know. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, would ha I wouldn't even want him to have sex with me. I would just like to lay in the bed and have him sing chances on. That's all I need. <laughs> I, would, I would have an orgasm. I wouldn't even have to have sex. <laughs> oh, come on, Jimmy. Oh, We're fooling around. All right, so listen up. We're so kidding around. Um, I want to make sure we get out all the cool stuff about you so everybody knows. So we want everybody to follow you, first of all. You're at Anaya Day on Twitter. Do you have uh, – what's, what's your actual website? Uh, www.anayaday.com. You're smart. You got all the easy things just like that. So you guys yes. want to get it. You know she's got a zillion hits and a zillion albums on iTunes. Where's the best place for them to buy your music? The best place would be iTunes. iTunes and Amazon.com. I just didn't know because I know that sometimes uh, we have a lot of singers on who have songs that have been put out by old record labels that they don't still get residuals from. And so I just want to make sure they buy the ones that you get paid for. <laughs> Amen to that. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> we want to support all the great indie artists, and she is such a superstar. You want to go get all her songs, especially I'm Horny, Hold Your Head Up High, Nasty Girl, Keep Pushing, I Am The One, Stand By Me, Glamorous Life, Moving Up. And you want to get the brand new Christmas EP, The Day That You Were Born. It has a song called Mary and another one called Something Else Mary. What? It's Mary. Mary's Baby. Mary's Baby. I mean, like, it's really, really good. I listened to the whole thing. I downloaded, she sent me two songs, and, and I downloaded the rest of them. It's really, really good. Um, I just picked out the day that you were born because I love the, that really high note in there near the end, and I was like, oh, my gosh, that's so Patty LaBellish. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> and, well, thank you. And now I know you, so when I'm dancing to your music in a club, I can scream out, I know her! Yes! <laughs> <laughs> She's like a friend. We're going to be friends after we come to see you. At the Pagano, a monster. You give us the date and we'll push the date. You give us the date and we will promote it and we'll get a gang of people to go there. So you will have a full, well, it's always full house at the monster anyway. Yes, yes, And you, I'm sure, you drag them out from under the rocks, I'm sure. <laughs> also, yes, and anytime you have anything cool you want to promote, just let me know. We'll bring you back on because we love you. We think you're fabulous. You're a super talent. And we want to wish you and your family a very Merry Christmas. And may you. Jesus. You're going to Australia, right? You're going to Australia. Wait, wait, yes, wait. December and 27th may... I leave, and then I return at some point in January. <laughs> so and, may, so... and may Jesus look over you forever. Yes, thank you. I, I receive that prayer. Thank you, Thank you so much for coming on the show. We love Thank you. Thank you for having me. Bye. 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 Another, another doll. Isn't she that? fabulous? She's just yeah. fabulous. Chad, isn't she fabulous? All your guests are fabulous. Chad, I well, am like so like impressed you know, with this, this. We are so lucky. We only had one douchebag, and we kicked him off after ten minutes because he was a creep. But that was the only one in all. You know, we have done thousands of shows. It seems. Since I'm on, since I'm on, I've interviewed maybe seven, eight hundred people. 
it sounds ridiculous, but it's two hours every week for all these times. And we have never really heard or hit anybody that was rude or insulted us or said we were stupid or whatever. So it's really, it's really a good show, I guess, after all. I always kid around about bitching it, but it is a good show. Well, we gotta have, we got to have that shtick in there by you, Ron. You, you, you are one of the, uh, the staples of the show, no doubt, and uh, you guys are doing uh, really good. Yeah, I know. Thank but you. I hate always having to do the stupid shit. I would like one day to be intelligent. <laughs> it's got to have balance. Well, Look in, how cool this is. In though. my in my pro- he's playing with that thing. He's, he got yeah, so nice. Looks like a teenager or something. In my private there. world, I'm really very ele- uh, intelligent and clean mouthed, right, Jim? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah clean mouthed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Meg, Meg Riddick, where are you, Meg? Defend me, and and Drew King, come on, defend me. Stick up for me. Hey, Drew. My skin is very dry. Please tell your husband I need cream. All right? Danae Montague King products are the one that goes on my kisser. Uh, I know Danae for a million years. She's old like I am. And uh, he's my dear gay friend. And I've been with his product forever. That's probably why I look so good. But tell Danae, uh, as soon as I get to L.A., I need facials. I need appointments so I can keep my skin looking Danae Montague King fresh. Is he still in the in the in the thing, or am I, I blowing so. it out my ass? Oh, I don't know. I can't really see. Drew, are you I really in like there? I like the way she sings. He's he's like cleaning out his attic or something. He said because they have guests coming or something. Cleaning know. his attic. Why the I'm hell? Taking is he... packages out of the attic for Christmas or something. I don't know. I well, forgot. What, what I have said. to call that dummy cra- crazy bitch. Taking stuff. He doesn't even have an attic. Yeah, he does. Maybe over the garage. But there's no attic. I've been in the anyway, house a million times. Anyway, so Chad. Yes, sir. Um, I think in one more minute we're going to call our next guest. You got it. Let me know. TV thing to like. Can't we talk to Meg? Is it Meg supposed to? And what about Ryan? We're going to call Goddess after the next guest because he's only going to be on like thirty minutes, and we'll have a few minutes after that. We'll call Goddess, and if Meg wants to call, she can call in. Yeah, Meg, call in. I'm going to call you later or whenever. I have after the show is over. I have to go to where am I going? Oh, I have to go to the dollar store because they have a shopping bag there. It's gorgeous, and it's a Hanukkah shopping bag. It's gigantic, and it's beautiful blue. It's silver writing, a happy Hanukkah. And I want to get it so I could photograph it and post it on my Facebook page. All right, so here's what we're going to do right before we call everybody. First of all, everybody, we want to thank everybody. Yes, they have an attic, he says. Um, what did he say? Uh, he says they have an attic. Where's your attic? Um, don't worry Over about the garage. It. Okay, you don't so, have an attic over so the listen, house. Listen up, everybody. This is what I want to do. Uh, um, before we call our next guest, we want to like thank everybody who's, who tunes in every week. There's lots of places to watch us again. Please like subscribe and rate and review us on iTunes. But you can hear us every Wednesday live on the greatest radio station on the planet, W4CY Radio. And if you listen live on Wednesdays, you've got the fabulous Chad Murphy. Oh, yeah. On the you. You and Drew, 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 tell Danae that he could see us now on, a tele- on his telephone. This way I can make them crazy. There you go. Well, also, you guys, listen up. You can hear us on Monster FM Radio in New York, Hamilton Radio in New Jersey, K4HD Radio in L.A., iHeartRadio, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Audio Boom, Podomatic, Apple TV, iTunes, and Spreaker. Also on television, you can see the show on Roku, Vimeo, and YouTube. And now, if you go to W4CY.com on your iPhone, you can watch us live in the studio. And you can see our guests. It's the coolest thing. I'm like, so excited about it. It's not even funny. <laughs> I don't like the way my hair looks. Oh, well. I, I, you know, I was a hairdresser, so I cut Jimmy's hair and my hair. I think I made my hair. I look like an egg. So, Chad. Like my head looks like an egg. Hey, Chad. <laughs> yeah, what's up? 
Yeah, let's play the, the National Car Rental commercial that I like pulled up. Let's play it real quick for everybody, and then we'll call we'll call Patrick Warburton. All right, it's only forty nine seconds, so I'm gonna leave your mics live. That's fine. Leave them live, everybody. This is the cool National Car Rental uh, commercial, a control enthusiast guide to life, controlling the remote with Patrick Warburton. A control enthusiast guide to life. Uh, the remote control. Incredible invention. But how does the control enthusiast control the thing that provides so much control? Or by any means necessary. Marshall Clear. That's right. With a low of 74. Bibs. More showers developing tomorrow and not as warm with a high of 77. With the winds out of the west at 22 miles per hour, it's currently 80. There you go. There you go, everybody. Sorry that the video is a little bit on a delay, so uh, you couldn't see it as quick as you could do it because it's playing now. But just wanted everybody who's watching the live ITV to see who our guest was. If you somehow don't know who he is, it's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to call him now. Let's take it away, Chad. Will do. Stand by. All right. Da da da. Silence, silence, silence. Oh, there's nothing worse than dead air. I'm a nut for that. But anyway, I are we there? I combed my hair back. This haircut's not working. I'm going to have to get a, a hairpiece or a fall or a wiglet or wear a hat. <laughs> now you right. don't need it. I look like an things. egg. My head looks like an egg. There we go. Oh, wait. Hello, hello. Hello, gentlemen. Hi. Uh, did you turn the light off in the room? Because it's darker yeah. now than it was before. You're, oh, you're not. We, we can't <laughs> see you. No. No, light brighter. It was bright when I tested with him a minute, like a little bit before the show. It was bright. What happened to the light? Because wanna... you know, if we can't see you, we have to feel you. And it may not be. It may not be in the appropriate place. Do you have either. a Do you have a little light on your desk at all? Do you have let's a candle? All right. Let's see if I. Can. Let's see if we can. How's that? <laughs> that that's a That's a bit scary. <laughs> That's a bit scary. You look. That's is the light really on in the room? Because I wonder why it's so much darker now than it was and, a half an hour and why ago. It's I don't. I don't. Jimmy, I lost my IT tech guy. <laughs> <laughs> I heard about it. Your sixteen-year-old son. Yeah, it's um, very. Isn't that, isn't that embarrassing? <laughs> I've gotten over it. <laughs> that Good these kids know more than us. Oh, wait, it's light on TV, so why is it light? Chad, how come the ITV is so much light? That's light. I wouldn't say there's much difference. I mean, it's not that bad. But Okay, yeah. no, no, you're okay then, because what, what the world is seeing and what we're seeing, what we see, it's dark, a little bit darker than what the rest of the world is seeing. Okay, okay, good. All right, so here's what we're going to do. We're going to like do an introduction for you, and then we're going to like start to chat. It's all fun. There he goes. Look at those eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, the super incredibly talented Mr. Patrick Warburton. Hello and welcome to the show. Thank you. I didn't know it was Ugly Sweater Day. I would have done that. <laughs> <laughs> I told him I'm not wearing mine with you on the show. I'm wearing a jacket. <laughs> hey. Hey, it's a beautiful we have sweater. One. It's I beautiful. thought I'd be in the spirit of things. You know, I was supposed to do that commercial. Oh, wait. Chad, I hear an echo. Tell Ron to get closer. 
Oh, I, I was supposed to do the commercial you do. Did you know that? I did not. Yeah, they contacted me. They said, you know, the guy that we have, we're not happy with. We really like you, Ron, but we've already signed him up. <laughs> and we're sorry, but, you know, we really w want you to do the commercial because we think you could lick that thing better than he did. <laughs> <laughs> we just played your, your national car rental commercial for So everyone. I lost the part, <laughs> but I wanted you to know that I had to lick many things in that studio to show them how well I licked. So I assumed that you licked everything better than I did. And that's why you got the part, because you can lick. It's <laughs> so awkward to be getting this information live on the air. <laughs> I had no idea they were, they well, were that unhappy. And, well, uh, the fact that you lick so well, well, the fact that you lick so well, I'm sure has made many, many women very happy. <laughs> <laughs> now be careful. He's married with kids. I don't care. I like him. Listen, I know, I know by your smile that you're going to be a great guest and we're going to have a lot of fun. So let me introduce everybody, too, while we're doing all of that. So this is my Yay. cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell. The crazy one. <laughs> You're very handsome. You got a beautiful smile, nice teeth. Where'd you get your teeth? Um, well, Are they fortunately, doors fortunately, or caps? Fortunately, my parents put uh, braces on me because uh, I, I had the mouth of a mako shark when I was a kid. But paid off. You got you know. I'm a tooth person because it cost me a fortune for these fucking teeth, and I can't even eat right. They don't. They don't meet. They capped everything, and when I close my mouth, nothing meets. It's like I could get a, a piece of steak, and it comes out like chopped meat. <laughs> so hold on. I got a built-in meat grinder. Let me. Let's finish. Get going here. All right. So, so Patrick. First of all, I want you to meet the, the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. Patrick, welcome to the circus. Thank you, Chad. Then we have a chat room full of people. Everybody's typing putty, putty, I love putty into the chat room. So uh, say hello to everybody in the chat room. Hello, everybody in the chat room. There you go. Yeah, that's right. There you go. Now we got it all going. So, so before we talk about all your different things, I want to know how many, how many action figures do you actually like have that are of you, of a character that you have done? Um, probably, about, uh, probably about eight or nine. Okay. Eight or nine. Eight or nine. I well, I've got Brock Samson, Buzz Lightyear, The Tick. I've actually got a putty action figure. Yeah, I know. I just ordered it on eBay since you're on the show because I collect action figures of people who've been on the show. So I ordered the putty and I have a tick. And there I have. This. The putty one The putty one is actually, he's wearing the eight ball jacket. It's people fabulous. People ask me if I have it or if I've ever worn it. I want it. I. I I inquired about it, you know, uh, back when we did the show, and they said, uh, "Well, we'll sell it to you for a thousand dollars." And I was not going to pay a thousand dollars for a coat that I would never in my life wear. Right. If I could have, if I could have seen into the future that twenty years later, you know, on on uh, eBay, I could have sold it for fifteen hundred dollars. Maybe I still or would. I know you never know though. Well, I also I also ordered a Joe Swanson action figure too, just yeah. to have it. So, so uh, I like that. Like last week we had who was in who's in Ted Two also. Who do we have? John Lynch, John Carroll Lynch. Lynch. We had him on last week, and like I have his action figure from American Horror Story, which I had it before he came on the show. And he was he's with you in Ted Two, and uh, so I want to talk. Let's go to Ted just for a second. He's going to ask you like all the weird 
questions I'm going to ask I you. I don't like, ask weird <laughs> questions. What made you think that? <laughs> but, but I want to know. Wait I, a minute. I just saw you in that blue outfit. That's the tick. Well, I must tell you, you're very fortunate. Because <laughs> 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 most men don't fill a blue outfit like that like you do. <laughs> Didn't they give you a cup? <laughs> well, look at that. They, uh... That was quite the process, getting that. You know, Ron, in order to get into that outfit, they had to slather two tubes of KY jelly on me. Wow. So, the, irony, the irony is is that I had KY jelly on every part of my body except for... That part. That part. <laughs> that part. Well, how would you like it? That's what I have to do with Jimmy every night. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Put no. tons of KY so I could... And no, that's not nice. But anyway... <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, it, what is that blue thing all about? No, no, that's the tick. Okay, what's a tick? Like a tick. It's in a the TV woods? show, and he was like a superhero. A tick, it's like a TV the, show. Drinks your blood. It's a TV show from the, I don't know when was that in the nineties, early nineties. Uh, the tick was two thousand and one. Okay, well, early two thousand. The live action version that we did. Okay, and so he played the tick. Well, wait a minute. Is the tick like what's in the woods that jumps on you and drinks? Okay, your blood? tell him what the tick is. Yes. <laughs> what, what a nasty ticks are, ticks, ticks are, are nasty, nasty critters. Although the tick, the superhero, the tick was very different. He was um, he had an unfortunate oh. title, but uh, he was uh, he's a good guy. So he was a superhero dressed in the blue outfit with the wangola hanging. Okay, now what did he do that was so super? He, well, he was very strong. He was a little. I mean, did he whip out his penis and, and belt people with it, hit them with it, knock <laughs> them out? He did not do that, Ron. He, uh, would, the show would still be running if he did. <laughs> oh, if, if that would help us save lives and preserve justice, then he would have done <laughs> Listen, I know a lot of people that, you know, after seeing that blue outfit, they would definitely abide by the laws and stuff. So let's go, anyway, let's go to the fact that the tick is in Ted. First of all, how right. was doing the Ted movies? Because I, I have to see. Say, I'm a huge Ted, Ted movie. movie. Like Love for him. my birthday and for Christmas, he always Love gets me like because I have like every Ted that's ever been made because right. I thought it's such a hilarious movie and it's a lot of fun. And Ted, I like to catch Ted curses like I do. I love the doll. <laughs> I run it all the time. And so how was how was Ted and how was the Comic Con scene in Ted Two? Because you are like so hilarious in Ted Two. It's not even funny. H hilarious. Loved you. Absolutely loved you. <laughs> I'm serious. We're happy you're here, by the way. I don't want to get too lovey-dovey, because then you think I'm hitting on you. But that's not a bad idea either. After seeing you in that blue outfit, I may just hit on you before the show's over. So but, tell us about being wait, wait, in Ted. Let me say one thing. When children bring little children, when people bring little children to my house, I say, oh, I have a doll for you to play with, and I give them the Ted doll. And then the Ted doll says, put me down, you motherfucker. And I think it's a good way to introduce children to the, <laughs> oh, yeah. to, to the language we use today in, like ent in so entertainment. Like we bring to our house. Yeah, no, dog, go back to my Ted. My dog would eat them. The harsh reality of, uh, of life today. Well, uh, Ted, was, uh, Ted was a blast. It was a lot of fun. Ron, you know I got to kiss Ryan Reynolds. Jealous. Jealous no, 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 no. He my, doesn't like Ryan Reynolds. Daughter, he would like you. His daughter, daughter loves him. My daughter would be jealous. <laughs> my daughter will kill you for that. No, no, no. I would like to kiss. Um, uh, who do I want to kiss? All of them. You like Mark Ruffalo. Mark Ruffalo. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's one. That's well, I, one. Uh, now, if ever yeah, you kiss was, Mark, you know, we you were, better wear a jock. <laughs> we were. Uh, <laughs> Did you know that Tony Curtis? Let him, talk, wait, let him finish wait, his I talking. Just, I have to get this Run. in there. 
Wait, one thing, and I'm shutting up. Tony Curtis told me when he made the movie Some Like It Hot and he had to make out with Marilyn Monroe on the sofa that the jock that he wore was so tight he couldn't breathe, but he still got an erection. And I thought, Tony, what's the big deal? It's friggin' Marilyn Monroe. If, if a guy doesn't get an erection, he's either gay or dead. That's going to make out with... And she kept doing the shot over and over again where he's laying on the sofa and she's kissing him passionately. The camera comes in for a close-up. Tony Curtis said it was amazing. Okay, 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 okay. okay I'm okay. not going to talk anymore. Okay, so go back. Go back. You, you, uh, you look an awful lot like Tony Curtis, Ron. I'm sure Thank you, you. I've been told that all my life. And they were friends. Yeah, and we were good. I loved. Please, I. The, the, I know many stars because I had a great television show where I interviewed the legends. And Tony was absolutely one of the greatest people, man, actor, human in the world. And when he died, I was devastated. Tony Curtis. Did you ever know him? No, but my buddy, um, uh, my buddy, my good, my my good buddy, who uh, we were roommates before I got married, uh, he he went off and did a movie with Tony in Israel, uh, The Mummy Lives or something. It was uh, um, uh, some mummy movie. At but, the end of a career movie, yeah. but Tony Tony was wonderful. He told it like it is. He's like me a lot. Of, I, I swear we were related. Uh, you know, we're both from New York. Um, but he, anyway, he was a wonderful guy. But let's go back, though. Go back to Ted. I want to go back to Ted. Go back to Ted 2. Ted and Ted 2. First of all, because like, that really took place during Comic-Con because they didn't set all that stuff up for you guys for that film, right? So like, every, so everybody's like watching you film this whole thing. You're in the Tick costume, and anybody who knows anything about you knows that you were the Tick. So I thought that was like a really you know, cute, I don't know, like a cute little pop culture thing that maybe not a lot of people See, knew, but it was hilarious. It was, it was shot, though. It was shot, actually, in uh, Los Angeles, on sets in Los Angeles. That whole thing was recreated. Oh, my God, it was? Oh, my yeah, God, that's that was, awesome. Yeah. Well, what'd you think it was? Com I it was, thought it was, they, they did it at Comic-Con. Possibly the crowd of people keeping them quiet. You can't shoot like that. <laughs> and, and the way the guy flies and breaks all that shit and falls down. <laughs> you know, uh, you can't do that. And because if they have to redo it, no, you can't. So you had a blast. Do you collect any action figures yourself, or do you have your own action figures? Um, I just sort of have some of my own action figures, and I was never big on collecting action figures, but I like to get them every now and then, just for giving giving out to gifts for gifts and stuff, you know. That's way cool. Wouldn't you like to have an action figure of an actor who you hate? And then you could use it as a voodoo doll and stick pins in it. <laughs> he doesn't hate people. Ron, I feel like that's taking, that's giving negative energy. And we're not doing that. And we're not doing that. We don't. We're do not that. doing that, Ron. No, no, no. Don't forget, I'm in the life is too short. I'm in the to business be sticking pins and needles in dolls of people that we don't like. I agree. <laughs> But do you know how many people are sticking needles in Trump now? There's no room. No, no, I don't want to do politics no, on not, the show. I'm just saying. So we have a lot of negativity out there, and I think we should all come together as a country and do what's right for each other. Stop the nonsense, folks. That's my little message. Okay, that's a message. But anyway, so, um, so hang on. We know, we know John Berman. 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 Do you know John? John Berman. No. He's also an action figure. Yeah, he's got, because I was going to say, you have seven or eight, and I think he's got like six or seven, like you two are like our biggest action like figure people. He's, he's, he's like Doctor Who, Torchwood, and Arrow, Arrow now, the TV show Arrow. Oh, yeah. Well, my, oh, I know who he is. Yeah, my kids watch all those yeah. shows. <laughs> right. John's a little crazy. I don't watch television. 
Oh, really? Good. Do you watch yourself? Do you watch the, the stuff that you've done? I don't watch it. Well, we watch uh, Game of Thrones. Uh, just watch Narcos. Narcos is a good one. That series. Okay. And um, I just started watching Black Mirror. That's dark. Okay. Yeah. But your stuff. Do you cringe when you see yourself on screen? Joan Crawford could never go to the rushes, and she could never see herself on film. She got nuts and drank herself into oblivion. Do you get that way from being on screen? No. Um, I feel like you can learn from watching, and it doesn't make me... It depends what the project is, though, at times, you know. Sometimes you do things that uh, you're not in love with, and, and you wonder how you would uh, talk to yourself or somebody talked talk you into doing it. And, um, and then there are times when um, you can't believe your good fortune and you're a part of something really special. But I don't, you know, usually, um, uh, you know, there's old stuff, old stuff that I did that, that's uh, impossible for me to watch. Actually, though, your old stuff, because I went through your whole IMDb and I do it for all the guests that come on, and like, you don't have a lot of like embarrassing old stuff like a lot of people do, actually. Like, you're, you're embarrassing. I mean, your old stuff that might be a little bit embarrassing is really not that embarrassing at all. So I was like pretty impressed by that. You know, you don't have like a, you know, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 18 or something like that on yours, on your I, resume. Yeah, well, I, I did a couple of films when I was 22. I, I got to go to Africa for four months, which was an off, awesome experience. But with uh, Oliver Reed, and Oliver Reed played the oh, villain. What's wrong and, with like, that? You know, you talk about you know Tony Curtis end of career movies. You know, these were sort of end of uh, career uh, for Oliver. Um, Oliver was a great actor, but he was such right, a right. Uh, liability that they couldn't ensure major production with him. So he was relegated to doing these crappy movies. You know, with me at the time. And he was the villain, and I was the good guy. His career actually did resurrect. They did hire him to do. He did Gladiator, but uh, in the midst of making Gladiator, he died in a bar in Malta, arm wrestling a soccer team or something. You're and, um, yeah, and then uh, he died, and then it cost them millions of dollars in post production to finish, finish wow. Gladiator. So for the exact reason they could not ensure a major production, that's that's exactly what happened. Ironically, um, so. Um, but the, these movies are unwatchable, uh, I, and really, I'm the worst thing in them. But I, uh, you know, I was 22. I didn't know what the hell I was doing. They just wanted a piece of, you know, man meat. At the time, I rode crew. I had just, I rode crew in college, so I had two and a half percent body fat, and uh, I couldn't act my way out of a paper bag, as they say. And um, and, and they wanted man meat, and they didn't see you in the purple outfit yet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wish I owned the muscles in the purple outfit there, but uh, Ron, uh, that was. That was not me. Well, Vincent uh, Price, in his bad movie days, I was in a film with him, and I played a vampire as well as Vincent and a bunch of us. And we were running down Hollywood Boulevard before the sun came up. And when I saw the piece, I said, I run like a fag. <laughs> I was so upset. I said, I run like a fucking girl. I was, well, thank God the film never made it, if I show, because <laughs> it was a true piece of shit. And Vincent Price was a good friend of Jane Russell's, and Jane Russell was my buddy for years, my dearest friend. And when I said it to Jane, she said, too bad Vincent's not still alive, because I would have tortured him with it. I said, Jane, what about the couple of dogs you did? <laughs> you know, she did some dogs where she played a drunken old slut, and she got um, kidnapped. <laughs> they put her in a bungalow. I mean, Jane Russell, come on, what do they do to you? 
But tell me now some of the dogs you were in now that we're... No, he might not want to tell well, Now that dogs. we're confessing dogs... I have to tell you that I didn't think Bad Milo was all that great. But uh, you know what? You're so handsome. <laughs> and it's not even that you're old. Like, you're so handsome. You're so handsome. Even in a dog, it's okay because you're pretty and handsome. But when you're ugly and you're in a dog, then you really want to shoot yourself in the theater. Whatever you say, don't say anything bad about Flicka 2 because Michael Damien's a great friend of ours. And Flicka 2 was actually pretty good. I just watched it recently to see why, it. What's, what's wrong and with Flicka 2? No, it's a good movie. So why should he not? I don't know. Just in case he didn't like it. I don't know. Why did he say <laughs> Michael Damien does good work. Yeah, he does good work. His his current film that we did the red carpet for, Jimmy and I, uh, we had a blast at the film. And I thought, you know. High strung. High strung. And I said to Michael, I said, listen, Michael, I don't lie on my show. I tell it like it is. And if I don't like your movie, I'm going to go weak on it. I can't bullshit because I won't do that to people. Say, oh, it's great, great, go, go. And then they say, Your run. kids will love it. And I came out saying to Michael and Janine, his wife, on the air. This movie is clean, wonderful, beautiful. The music, the dancing, it's ingenious, it's creative, and it's a great film. So I, I, you should really go see it. It's High Strong, it's, it's on, on Netflix. It's, on Netflix. it's called High Strong, it's make on it, Netflix. Make a date with your wife. Get and your popcorn. kids. No, your kids will like it. Yeah, it's a beautiful movie. It's a music movie, you know, like dance. Not step enough up of and Jane like Seymour. That. You know, Jane Seymour was just the, uh, she was the, the cookie. But uh, not enough of Jane Seymour. I would have liked more of her. Actually, I, I because we knew you were coming. Why, were, on you the in a, were you in a Damien film? No, he's the star of the Damien film. Which film? <laughs> Flicka Two. That's why I'm talking about why it. Have, why have I never seen that? Because uh, you don't watch Netflix. You don't like Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not going to watch Flicka Two. I didn't know he was in it. Uh, absolutely. Did no, you I, like it? Did you like the role? It's one of the great westerns of all time. Uh, <laughs> goes, uh, oh, so was it? No, it was a good film. It was well, awesome. it goes um, Unforgiving, Flicka Two. The Magnificent Seven. Those are like. Right <laughs> oh, are you kidding me? You're up there with Magnia, just teasing. I had so, I, 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 no. I had a, a great experience, and um, it was great work, working with him. And um, I felt like you know, for what what it was, you know, for what it was that it actually was, you know, um, turned out really very nice. You know, I got to work with a very talented Tamman Sirsak. She's great. It's a great. It was fun and clean. You've actually done a lot. You've done a lot. I mean, you do a lot of like like Ted is a little like kind of like raunchy sometimes and stuff and really fun. But you've done some really really yeah, nice. Yeah, you were great. Wait, wait, wait. wait. You were really wait, great. Wait, let me finish. Well, I, I know, I but you. <laughs> we fight all the time. Don't I'm worry. Old. I forget things. Yes, we're married. <laughs> I'm I'm old and I forget things. No, but you've done a lot of nice family movies also that are really yeah, like nice. Ted, Ted was the best. Family I loved, I loved stuff. Like a Ted. two is a family yeah. movie. And the other day on Netflix, I watched Hoovy. Which is kind of like a religious family movie, but it was a good. It was a good movie. It was a, I could you know it's something that that has something for everybody in it. It's not nothing. Nobody could ever find anything offensive about it, and it was a good story. And you showed dramatic acting chops, which I haven't seen as much dramatic stuff from you as I've seen you know comedy. And it shows that you know that you're very versatile and that you can pretty much do it all. Besides being like probably like. I don't know. You have to be like one of the biggest voice ever actors ever, because when I look at your resume of of all the voiceover stuff you do. It's like you have more, almost as much of you have as much of that as you have like starring TV and movie roles. That's what pays the bills, baby. Voiceover. <laughs> He's very. Well, it rich. can. It, do, it doesn't always, but it can if you get oh. on a good 
good show yeah. that runs. But what I liked about you and Ted were your facial expressions. You're very, very subtle, yet you make a great statement, and you embellish what's going on in the movie at that moment. You're, not, you're in the film. You're not with the film. There's a big difference. A lot of actors are with the film, but they're not in the film. Well, and then the first Ted, it's hilarious in the first Ted. I love Ted. Ted. The love first it. Ted, like when you like do the bar fight thing or whatever, like where you get beat up and you're like, oh, you know, I texted somebody to come beat me up, and right. then I texted it up it's later, hilarious. and then Mark Wahlberg says, you're kind of gay or whatever, right. and you're like, and then you say, no, I like women. Right. I might be gay. <laughs> right, right, right. I mean, just the way you delivered that was perfect because it was, it was, it was not like you were ashamed or embarrassed. You know, we gay people look at that shit. Uh, we don't like to be um, it was hilarious. thought of as anything but fabulous. And you did. You did it good for gay people. Was, was <laughs> let's, talk, let's, let's go to Crowded. Okay, so you got a new show, a new hit show, Crowded. Um, Wait, what? Crowded, your new show. That's Somewhat already canceled. It's already oh, canceled, and so it's they're not canceled. even doing. They're not doing another season. No, we just did thirteen of those. Thirteen and now. Oh my God! I didn't know it got canceled. That sucks. I thought it was hilarious. Why did you? Well, was, why do you think it got canceled? It was a lot of fun. You know, there were there were some issues with the show. It, it needed uh, it needed to be worked worked. Um, it had great potential, and I loved the cast. But there there were things that needed to be fixed, and um, which you know. Well, didn't the producers know that? Look at the nanny. If you look at the first episodes of the nanny, it never would have made six weeks, and it went on for eight years. You yeah, but it's different. You got to develop a show. You know that. Yeah, but it's you know it's a different uh, it, it's a different process these days. Now they don't you know you you're lucky if you get a couple of nights on the air, and if it's not out of the park, then they can kill it after. Well, you just should have showed tits and cursed a lot, and you would have got a fucking <laughs> Emmy, Tony, whatever it is. So then, what is some of your favorite? Like, what are some of the, the, the favorite? First of all, do favorite movies, favorite TV, favorite movie, favorite? Not well, let me just let me just Jimmy real quickly tell you what. Um, you know, well, uh, a series of unfortunate events is coming up uh, uh, Friday the thirteenth of January. So and you play Lem- and you play Lemony Snicket, right? Yes, and so um, this is uh, season one debuts on Netflix on uh, Friday Friday the thirteenth of January, and. Um, uh, this was a, a very special opportunity. Barry Sonnenfeld directed and produced this. Bo oh, Welch awesome. did, did all the set design. He does t- all of Tim Burton's set design, and and um, and Barry Sonnenfeld's. You know, he he did all of his films. You know, including the, the Men in Black pictures, and um, even our um, even our wardrobe our wardrobe uh, group. You know, they won the Academy Award for uh, their work on Moulin Rouge. So everybody's really very talented in this. It looks beautiful, and um, I think it's the perfect, very thorough, um, you know, in the in the right hands of, of you know Barry and Daniel Handler of telling these these uh, these books, translating them to uh, into this medium. So, so but it's a Netflix, it's a Netflix series then. It's a Netflix series. That's but awesome. you know, you know what's really interesting that nobody's uh, talked about is he gets picked for everything that's on TV. He does. It's not like he's the guy that's the trouble. So in other words, if 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 his show ca- crowded canceled because of him, his his stinky work, we'll say, but no, his work is good because they keep bringing him back for other shows. Do. So that shows He's that your work, your fault that the crowded your, your work. I love your Ron. Work, I love no, Ron. No, no, Ron no, no. Listen, gets I, it. Listen, I blow smoke up no one's ass. I could turn on you in a minute. No, um, you can't. I'm, I'm, I'm gay. I'm a bitch. No, I would never. But I, I like your work. I know who you are. Please, I've seen you around since like 
Lincoln was shot. You know, I mean, <laughs> please, um, your work is good. And the fact that they keep bringing you back indicates that you have the clout to make it work. So obviously the reason why some things don't work is because of the jerk offs that are 19 years old that think their directors, producers and writers are in the business and they torture everybody in it by being big shots to know it alls, which I found when I did. Fil- I've done a lot of film. I've done a lot of television. Nobody knows who I am, but that's okay. Um, the last film I did, I won't mention the name. Oh, I played a terrible, cop, and it was the you most terrible. Know. It's a, it's it was terrible. the most terrible experience in my life. My performance was really very good because I played a cop from Brooklyn. Easy. The only thing Brooklyn. that was good about the film was that when we went to like a Seven Eleven. And he was in his cop uniform. He got everything for free. <laughs> and I didn't know. I didn't know. I didn't know it. I, Jimmy and I ordered our meal. And I, I was holding my gun, I guess, as a cop would, because it was banging against my leg. And um, <clears throat> I walk. I look like a cop. I'm six foot one. I mean, if I want to act straight, I can act straight. I don't have to be such a big fruit. And um, I said, Jimmy, well, they, this is very cheap food in Pittsburgh. <laughs> <laughs> he said, looked at the bill. He said, they never charged you. I thought, wow, they don't charge cops, huh? Let's get the crew now and go to an Italian <laughs> restaurant. <laughs> but anyway, um, yes, when you're good in a film, and I felt I was very good in this film because it was easy for me. You know, I'm tough, I'm rough, I'm from Brooklyn. Sure, I have an accent. Piece of cake. Everybody that surrounded me was pathetic. <laughs> Now, what do you do in a situation like that? I cried every night, tried to kill myself, but I couldn't. The gun didn't work. It was a prop. Unfortunately, though, he doesn't do $20,000 movies, and so the people aren't going to be as bad. (laughs) No, but but the prop prop gun didn't kill me, so it was no good. Now, seriously, you're in a film now, and the crew and the writers, and they're all crazy and don't know what the hell they're doing. Do you open your mouth and say, listen, I think the dialogue should be this. I think the camera should be there. I don't care for the lighting. Do you sort of run a film, or would you? No, and I, I don't, um, you know, I wouldn't uh, suggest where a camera should be or, or lighting or anything that I don't know anything about, but if there's something going on with... Um, you know, a dynamic in the communication or, you know, and, and it uh, directly relates to me or my character, um, I, 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 you know, might uh, in a genteel fashion try to suggest something where I'm not stepping on the toes of a director or on the toes of a fellow actor, but um, to potentially uh, fix the situation uh, helps everybody involved. So I think it's it's seeing all these things with perspective, you know, I mean, there are things that you absolutely don't do. You don't tell another actor what to do, and you don't tell an, even another actor what you think that they they should do. But if um, sometimes it's it's not always just all black and white. There's this gray area where where you can massage things and make things potentially work a little bit better. You just have to be able to, um, uh, I think, uh, present uh, present what it is. That you want in a in a way that is uh, genteel for everyone involved. Well, that, that's when a good di- assimilates and works. That's when a good director comes in. A good director will see if you and I are doing a scene, and I'm not giving you what you need to return back to me. The director will come over and say, "Ron, look in his eyes. You know, have contact with him. You're not really working with him. You're reading lines." But sometimes the director has to be told that on the QT. 
Listen, tell this jerk off you can't act. That's because we do <coughs> shitty stuff and he does good. No, 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 no. Listen, listen. I, I was listen. I was on Charlie's Angels and with Rock Hudson. I played with plenty of big actors in my day, a uh, hundred years ago on television. And I know that sometimes. I mean, I remember Rock Hudson. One time was told the uh, somebody, I don't like this line. It's too feminine. Because he was always protecting his gayness. He said, I can't deliver this line. Let's rewrite it. I would never say this. And I forgot what the line was. Maybe something like, oh, me, oh, my. You know, Rock Hudson, six foot four, the butchest thing in the world, the most gorgeous man with a baritone voice is going to say, oh, me, oh, my. That could be my line, but not his. Anyway, he definitely didn't like the line. And the line was changed. Would you do such a thing? If the line sucks and it's going to ruin your character and you fucking yes. know it. Yeah, no, absolutely. What would you say and who would you say it to? Well, it depends. Uh, well, I, would, I, I have done this. I have said it to uh, directors before that have suggested things and, and they made no sense to me. You know, ultimately, at the end of the day, you're the one who's on, on screen. You're the one, you know, these, these moments are captured forever. You're the one who's either going to look like an ass or not or um, if it's... It, it, you know, if it doesn't work and it doesn't, sometimes you have to take a stand and just say, you know, I'm not going to do that. If, if, if you're the kind of actor who's doing that all day long, you're really hindering production and it's not good. But if you're very, very particular and um, conservative and, and, and you, 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 you only do that, that when you know that you have to, then, then I think everybody has to respect that, you know. Well, because, only look, because actors, I was good friends with Betty Davis in her later years. And Betty and I used to talk a lot, and I would ask her questions like I'm asking you. And I said, Betty, is it true that you ran the script, that you told them what lines you wanted, that you, you directed, you hated all the directors, you thought they were inferior? You used to say, nobody could uh, direct Davis. I'm a director. And she said, Ron, you have to remember, sometimes they gave me lines that were so corny and syrupy and pathetic, I can't deliver that sort of a line. And I would tell them, no, that's not the line. And one of the lines that everybody listening may be interested in is the famous, why ask for the moon, weave the stars, which is at the end of Now Voyage, a very, very famous film of Betty Davis. And I said, well, what was the line originally? She said, it was really ridiculous. It was something so stupid, it didn't make sense. So I did it in my fashion by abbreviating it and saying, why ask for the moon, weave the stars, instead of what it was. And from that, she got a bad reputation in the business. Now, that one moment, probably just for one second. Sure. Lizzie, Lizzie needs to come in here. Come on. Oh, that's Lizzie. What's what Lizzie? What kind of dog is Lizzie? Oh, they're they're all much. We have four much. Lizzie. Four mutts and four children. We have two res. We have two rescue dogs. We have oh, four. Look at, oh look at. Oh the, my oh, gosh! Look how adorable. She's in a dress too. Oz is in a tutu. <laughs> Not, no. I thought I saw a dress. No, ours is Brandy Star, and she's a tramp, uh, a very, very sexual dog. We don't know what to do with her. We we have a 130-pound uh, Brazilian, Brazilian Mastiff, Mastiff oh, wow. and she, she wants to bang her. 
We thought we thought she was fixed, but anyway, it's another story. But uh-huh. getting back to the business, which everybody that listens loves, and I'm going to let Jenny Jimmy take the. Floor. No, no, I want. Well, he already said he would do it, so let's just go with do that. What? He said he's he, he's done it. He's done it several times. I know that, but you could up. get a reputation of being like, what's the face? He's nice. No, but what's he said it? he does it nicely. Yeah, but wait. <laughs> By the way, too, everybody in the chat room is saying how they love staring at the screen. They're like, give him my phone number. I don't know his phone number, you guys. And even if I had it, I'm sorry. He's married. He's got kids, and he doesn't really want to. But you he, he just wants you to be a fan. Listen, you, you could still, man. You know, no, you can don't have say it. Well, like why that. they do? They get their vibrators, and these broads <laughs> go nuts. Are you kidding? The daytime. Listen, I know so many soap opera guys. Oh, our friends. Now, hang on. I, I know. We have so many soap opera good, good, dear friends that come to our home. And I say to them all the time, what kind of, like they do. Women have in their kitchen drawer, they have a vibrator. I swear to God. And they wait for the, these guys to take off their shirts and stuff. And they whip out. They go crazy on those things. It's human nature. Why not? It's nice. Okay. Okay. Nothing anyway. wrong with masturbating. Go back. We, all we right. all masturbate. Everyone okay, well, in the world. Okay, let's not talk about man, that right now. <laughs> Why? You're such a wasp. You're so shamey about everything. I'm not shamey. I just don't want to like talk about it with Pat. We have Patrick Warburton. He's like a huge star, every, and I don't want to talk about masturbation with him. I want to talk about like but it's a fact thing. Masturbating. I can't is, help it that every girl, everybody in the everybody in the chat room is going crazy. They love Actually, it. they're you going crazy. Well, everyone in the world. Yeah, the dog probably does too. <laughs> every, we have to talk real quick because we only have a couple more minutes. We got to go. This guy's cool. I know he's cool. Listen, it, you live in L.A., right? Uh, Ventura County, Ron. Oh, where in Ventura? I used to live in Thousand Oaks. Oh, Camarillo, so right next door, yeah. Right next door, yeah. But he said when I lived in Thousand Oaks, the house was 65000 Now they're like 650000 or, or better. Or more. Thousand Oaks is outrageously expensive. Yeah, he's, he, he's Patrick Warburton. What are you going to do? All right, so hold on. We have I to talk a minute. Wait, I want to ask one. Yes, he's working. <laughs> so what am I going to see you in next? He just told um, you, Lemony Snicket. Yeah. Yeah, but, uh, but wait a minute. Well, He's got to give me the time, the date. For, he so did. everybody, I didn't hear the time and the date. November, th- uh, January thirteenth on uh, Netflix. Friday the t- on Netflix. Friday the thirteenth on Netflix. All right, he did. I'm sorry, you did. And, um, and then a, 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 an animated feature is coming out this year called Animal Crackers that I did with uh, John Krasinski and Emily Blunt and Sylvester Stallone and uh, uh, there's a lot of fun fun voice actors in that one. So and, you're good. Uh, you're working. You're making money. Actually, I, I want to like. I was here's this thing I like to do. Here's this thing, I, and we have to have to talk about Seinfeld for a second before we go. Oh, but like, God. I have this thing. I make a list. That's how I I look at all your IMDb things because like actors like you who've who've got such great accomplishments never really like brag, and so I, I like to brag for you because it makes me happy that you're on our show. And so I did a little list of some of the people you've He's worked a with. Superstar. Now there's so many people that you've worked with that I could only go through about a quarter of your IMDb, and I picked out like the names that everybody is will be very recognized for different people of different ages and I made this little list so I'm going to run through it everybody so these are some of the cool people that Patrick Warburton has had the opportunity to work with or I guess you could say they've had the opportunity to work with him and, uh, and, he, and I'm going to do it quick everybody and some of them are more famous than others Chad Lowe, Amanda Plummer, Giovanni Urbisi John Slatterly, Emily Blunt, Skeet Ulrich, he's been on our show, Mark McGrath on our show, Amy Schumer, Dylan McDermott, Gary Busey on our show, Oliver Hudson, Elaine Hendricks on our show, Leah Thompson, Renee Zellweger, Chris Rock, Oprah Winfrey, Martin Lawrence, Gary Sinise, Rip Torn, John Goodman, Jerry Seinfeld, Matthew Broderick, Kathy Bates, Ashton Kusher, John Favreau, Bill Connolly, Terrence Stamp, Ray Liotta, Matthew Broderick, Eric Roberts, Michael Damian, Heather Graham, Jason Lee, Steve Carell, Anne Hathaway, The Rock, which I guess he goes by Dwayne Johnson now, he doesn't... 
doesn't go by The Rock. Ian McKellen, Danny DeVito, Seth Green, Morgan Freeman, Bill Murray, Sam Jones, just because I love Sam Jones, uh, Seth McFarlane, Amanda Seyfried, John Carroll Lynch, Seth Green, Sylvester Stallone, Jamie Presley, Chris Evans, Topher Grace, Selena Gomez, which that's a young one, a really cool young one, Elizabeth Shue. Um, just say all of Hollywood. So basically everybody, uh, who's Bill Murray, great. who's now, great. Wait, I, are we done with that? Yeah. Mandy Plummer, the greatest actress in the world who has not been recognized, and it pisses me off. <laughs> I know and love and adore Ma Amanda. Now, let me tell you a quick story. I held her in my arms when she was six months old. I was doing wigs for Daisy, for Lenny Dietz, who did the Gary Moore show. And all the wigs that they used in Sinkable uh, Molly Brown, her mom's, was there. I went there to set the wigs so Daisy could comb them out. And I met uh, Amanda Plummer's mom, who was uh, with a raspy voice, the star of Sinking Brown. Anyway, there was a baby carriage. Amanda Plummer was in the baby carriage. She was so cute. So I picked her up and I was rocking her. A hundred years later at the Ivy in L.A., there's Amanda having lunch and I walked over to her. And Did I she said... Remember you? Huh? Did she remember Did she rem did she remember you? No, she didn't. Oh, how could she remember me? She was like eight weeks old. <laughs> God, <laughs> but I'm so said, stupid. But I said to her, I said, <laughs> I, held her, I held her hand and I told her the story. She said, that's so sweet. I said, I love you. I love your work. Where the fuck are you? You never work. Why are you not working? She is a brilliant, don't you agree with me, actress. Yes. I love and adore her she work. She was in Hunger Games. Everything one. I've seen her in, she does the bizarre stuff, you know. She does the off-the-wall shit. Hold on. It's okay, hold on, because we've only really... Wait, got wait, a wait, wait. Did you get to know her? No. Oh, what a shame. She's a delightful girl. She's so sweet. So, hold on. So, okay, so let's She's, go. She's, by the way, Christopher Plummer's daughter. Let's go. Hold on. Okay, so, so I read off this list. Well, who's on your bucket list since you've worked with almost everybody? Who's on your bucket list for, like, okay, i really like to get a chance to work with this male actor and this female actor. Who are the two that, that are still on your bucket list that you haven't had the opportunity to work with? Uh, Daniel, Daniel Day-Lewis and Angelina Jolie. Oh, Angie! That's Yay! his favorite. She grew up in his she house. She grew up in my house in Beverly Hills when I lived there. Angie and my daughter Deirdre are the best of were the best of friends until Angie took off with some nut job. But anyway, <laughs> I have you know I have a Ron. I have a uh, I have a 1969 Dodge Charger. Yeah. Uh, named Angelina, which. Oh. Uh, which I gotta it, tell it, you, it made, the weird, it made things uncomfortable for both my wife. And for no, 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 no. So let me tell it's already, you. I think it's already broken up Brad and Angelina because. No, wait. Let me, let, I've said this before. I'm telling you again. Angie went to my daughter's uh, fifth birthday celebration. She came to our home with Marshalena, her mom. And I said to Angie, Do you want to be an actress when you grow up like your daddy? And she looked at me. She said, Oh, I think so. Meanwhile, she and Deirdre went to school. They were always in trouble. John and I, Voight, and I had to go up to the El Rodeo school because Angie and Deirdre would do stupid things. Now, we moved back to New York. We don't see Angie for a while. We moved back to L.A. We're living in Durant in Beverly Hills. And in walks this piece of ass that I almost dropped dead from. Gorgeous girl with the jugs of death, the lips of death, the face of death, and she's 15 years old. My daughter looked like an ironing board. <laughs> she had no body, nothing. She was a young girl. I looked at her. I said, oh, my God, Angie Voigt, 
what the hell happened to you? And she said, what do you mean? Was something's wrong? I said, look at you. You're built like a woman. And you're only 15. She said, yeah, I know. So I said, the boys are after you all the time. She said, what do you think? <laughs> so she's a sweetheart. She's a little nutty. You know, her brother is a little crazy, too. Uh, they have hippies. The mom was a hippie. You went in the house, you pushed beads aside to get in the living room, and you could smell incense from when I was a hippie. But the family was a little weird. John Voigt drove a broken-down Volkswagen with a dented fender that was 100 years old. John's a cool guy. Um, you had a perfect choice to want to work with Angie Voigt. She's a brilliant actress. And a perfect name for your car. <laughs> and she's exquisitely... <laughs> wait, wait, do you still have the car? Yeah. Okay. And she's exquisitely gorgeous. And if I were not feeling like her father or a, a relative to her, I, and I was straight, I'd want to ball her myself. She's gorgeous. She's lovely. She's wonderful. And I want everybody out there to know that the uh, fighting and the divorce don't take sides. It takes two to tango. And the both of them have uh, serious problems. Both of them. So don't hate Angie because she's a lovely girl. There you go. I love right, it. I love okay, it okay, we got to go. We got we got three minutes. Yeah. Um, all right. So hold on. So, okay. So the, first of all, nobody's ever said Daniel Day Lewis. So that's a good pick, and he's a no, phenomenal no. Somebody, actor. someone has said it. Phenomenal, phenomenal actor. So I like love it. Um, let's talk two two seconds on Seinfeld because Seinfeld basically like one of the biggest, most successful sh shows in like my lifetime. I think you know growing up. But it's funny because I didn't watch Seinfeld when Seinfeld was actually on. Um, I've watched it afterwards because we've had a bunch of different p people and I've been at parties and stuff and been fortunate to meet some people that were on it, which anytime I meet somebody, I want to go see all their work. And so, us, so, I, I, so me too. We're so we like to way. do that. So, so give us something about Seinfeld. Give us something fun about Seinfeld. Mm. Oh, I love that. <laughs> oh, there's, there's so much there. He has to choose it. Well, I was just, uh, I was working um, last year. I was in uh, Australia for a little bit and I was on a show. They'd asked me about it and, and um, I remembered that when I was on the set, I actually did avoid avoid Jerry. Not not that he he was not not that he wasn't just a sweet, gracious, you know, very generous man. I didn't want to stick my foot in my mouth, or um, you know, I just what what I wanted to do is I wanted to hit my marks, get my laughs, and get invited back because. You know, when you're working on the show, you couldn't believe at the time. I couldn't believe that I was actually on stage nine over there at CBS Radford on the Seinfeld set. It was like, this was my dream show to be on. And then a week later, I had an opportunity to do it. So you always wanted to get invited back. I felt the best way to get invited back is to stay out of the way, get your laughs, and be no trouble, and get out. And so uh, it, it was worked. funny. I just made a big deal about it, about how Warburton avoided Jerry Seinfeld like the plague. You know? <laughs> You always have to put put a twist on things, but but anyway, <coughs> I had a blast. I had a blast on that show. You always knew it was just very special getting to be there. I I can't think of uh, one specific, you know. That was definitely though a like a ca career changer though. You're like very diversified. I think you could do most anything. I think I like you. <laughs> Thank you, Ron. I like you. Ron, yeah, I'm I like, serious. I like I your sweater. And, uh, you know, I feel bad <laughs> now that I never said anything it's, about it. It's, it's the lower side of my wardrobe. <laughs> it's not the best. I wear it because it's, it's Christmas. It's got Santa on it. And I'm a little retarded, so, you know. But anyway, I, so I, I, I think that, excuse me, Jimmy, I think that personality shows in your work no matter how you disguise it. You could play a murderer, a killer, a slasher, 
And I think there's something in your personality that will go in that character. A lot of actors like Glenn Ford, no. Glenn Ford became the part. There was never anything of Glenn Ford in any of his performances because I knew Glenn. And he was a drunkard and he was not a nice person. And when he worked, he was adorable and wonderful. So there was, so I, you are in a character, that's what I'm trying to say, without slashing Glenn Ford because he's dead and who cares. But I mean, <laughs> Betty Davis didn't even like him and she made a couple of films with him. What was your point in all of that? My point was, <laughs> my point was that an actor, we got one minute, hurry that up. An, an actor that is shallow gives a shallow performance. You've got to put some of you in that character or your character stinks. Oh, I and I that. think that Patrick does that. I don't think he acts like Patrick. When I, from the, from the, the work that I've seen of yours, I enjoy your work. I like you a lot. I think you're a very good actor. And I think that... And you're funny um, as fuck. I, well, I mean, Ted, <laughs> Ted flipped me out. I mean, if, if you ask me, Ron, what is the work that you love the most, I go to Ted. I would watch you in that film over oh. and over again because the, it's... Fabulous work. Fabulous, fabulous. And you play work. a gay character. He likes that. <laughs> no, I wasn't even going to bring that up because that would be like favoritism or some other shit. No. Um, oh, wait, wait. I got one more thing. Hold on. Okay. Everybody, too, you got to check this out. He was on a show called College Humor. It's collegehumor.com. I watched this video today. It's called How to Tell If You're a Basic Bitch. It's hilarious. See, and, that I would like. And uh, it's very, very <laughs> funny. You guys, just Google Patrick Warburton on YouTube, and you can see, like, all these, like, clips that people have put together. They put together your voiceover reels. And, I mean, you have such diehard fans, and I have to say they're fabulous because they were very supportive. Uh, retweeting, like, every time you were coming on, we'd get thousands of retweets from your fans. And uh, it was really, really cool. So everybody needs to check it out, How to Tell If You're a Basic Bitch. It's from collegehumor.com. And That's there's several cool. of them that you did. One of them was, like, somebody I, – I forgot. There was one political one. I forgot what it was, um, but it was oh, fun. That was one I did with Ken Davitlon from Borat. Yeah. But oh, yeah. God. Oh, God. It's very, very fun. Oh, my God. That's got to be And you riot. guys, if you want to follow Patrick Warburton, because we've got like 30 seconds. If Patrick Warburton is on Twitter, you guys follow him. It's not Patrick Warburton. It's at Patty Warbucks, P-A-D-D-Y-W-A-R-B-U-C-K-S. We want to um, wish you and your family, and especially Gabriel, for helping ev set this whole thing up. Uh, very, very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Um, we really do love your work, and we thank you for coming and on the what show. And what I'm going to do for you is, now that Angie's coming back to L.A. to live, if I see her, I'm going to say, you've got to contact this guy because he wants to do a movie with you. <laughs> Please do, Ron. Please do. I promise you. you if I, I, I promise you. you I will. I'll drop your name. You never know. You never know. Right? You guys yeah. are a delight. A You're the delight. You're the, thank you for, for the fun you give us. I mean, you know, some say actors. Thank you. No, I can't say thank you for that bullshit. <laughs> but I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you back my bullshit. Thank you for being who you are, doing what you do so well, and making me fucking laugh my ass off. Because when you delivered that line, I freaked out. Thank you so much. You've had a great, great career. Work. We want to wish you and the family a great holiday, and Merry thank you Christmas, so much. Happy Hanukkah, whatever the fuck you celebrate. We wish to you and your family, and I'm going to run into you. In and Lemony Snicket. Everybody we're, we're see. We're moving to Palm Springs. Friday the 13th, everybody go see Lemony. He does the Palm Springs golf tournament. You're kidding. Celebrity golf tournament. Oh, I know some oh, yeah. chick it, that runs it. It benefits St. Jude Children's Research Hospital, and it's the number one event in the nation right now for, for it. It's, it's right. uh, so. the sec second weekend of March in Palm Springs. We have a, a, a jam session with like eight or nine rock and roll Hall of Fame artists. We've got um, 
It's two days of golf. It's an amazing event, but it benefits the greatest uh, hospital in the world, which is okay. St. Children's yep. Hospital. And, and, right, and we, we go. might we be, go. we'll we be go. living there by March, so I'm going to invite you over for a pasta dinner. <laughs> I cook good. We'll go to Castelli's. No, I cook. I have everybody. I, Lenny Kazan, I invite all my crazy friends. You'll have a ball. We sit around eating <laughs> we gotta like We've got to go. we got to go. Patrick, thank you so much again. Merry Christmas. Have a great one. Bye-bye. Thanks, Ron. Bye-bye. Thanks, Bye-bye, guys. Bye-bye, guy. Terrific guy. Terrific guy. Terrific. Another like, great interview, like folks. Over. Another, we never got a chance to talk to my gorgeous goddess. What are you going to do? Uh, we were goddess, talking to him. Goddess next week. Yeah, Goddess, I'm sorry, guys. And, and Meg and everybody, we will talk to you. We're going to make it a New Year's resolution. Next week, we're going to call all of our friends and, and personally wish you a happy New Year. Anyway, Merry Christmas, everyone. Happy Hanukkah and a happy holiday to everybody. Let's all get together. Be one people. Be one America. Okay. Merry Christmas, everybody. Later. Bye, everybody. Christmas to you, Chad. <laughs> You're wonderful. Jimmy Star. One day I was walking down the street. My mate came up to me and said, Hey, mate, want to go to a party? Party, 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 party.